0: Hello,
1: beautiful people. It is Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. This sports show begins right now. Football! Wrapped up its 16th weekend of an 18-weekend season. Last night in Indianapolis, Indiana. Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley stamp their ticket to the playoffs for the first time, long time. We will get to see Justin Herbert on prime time in the playoffs where every game matters more and the ratings are higher than the regular season. Justin Herbert, this godsend of a football player from the state of Oregon who grew up playing football in his front yard, backyard, and living room. And you see clips from training camp where he's kicking field goals very well. That's not because he played soccer growing up. Oh, no, I talked to his dad. It's because his dad and his family, whenever they were playing football as youth, said that is what football is. We're talking about true football people from the birth Over there in Oregon with the Herbert family, and now we get a chance to see this specimen, this creature, this man who's tall, strong, athletic, can make every throw, has taken a franchise by the horns alongside a stud group of defensive players, Mm. weapons around them, and a head coach who comes from the Linda and Jeff. Bruce. Bruce, Bruce. Bruce. Staley coaching tree, Mm -hmm. which are his parents who are high school coaches, he has made decisions that a lot of other people have questioned in the past. In last year, they weren't able to crack into the playoffs. If you do recall, a tie would have got him in, I believe, and instead it did not happen. They don't make the playoffs. Two years ago, Herbert's first year, Anthony Lynn was the head coach. They lost like 10 games that were all one-score games. All the hope and the hype has been there for this Chargers team. And last night, they cemented their legacy as a playoff contender. Congrats to the Chargers, and congrats to Tom Telesco and the Spanos family who have built an incredible team. Derwin James is a bad motherfucker. (laughs) I saw him make one of the biggest picks and best picks I have ever seen last night. Jump up, jump down, somehow defying gravity, speeding it up to get his left knee down, inbounds, boom, before going out to uh, one of Foles' 14 picks last night. <laughs> that's right. There was numerous underthrows <laughs> and bad decisions by Nick Foles, who just got tossed in there to play against a team that yep. was trying to clinch a playoff berth, which I don't think any of us knew going into the game no. yesterday. We found out whenever we got to the game, mm-hmm. hey, you know the Chargers will clinch a playoff berth if they win. And I it's like, oh, that's not good. That's not good news at all. There was a hit last night that took place by Derwin James. That was the biggest I've seen in the NFL in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like a James Harrison type hit. It felt like you were watching, you just got Um! jumped on ESPN five, ten years ago. This particular hit, head down from Derwin, threw old buddy Dolan's shoulder pad into his button, knocking him and himself out derwin james jr did he got up as if it was a horse being birthed from the mama kind of a little bit woobly both of them did it was a massive collision the entire there's us right there we're literally right in there that's foxy that's uh i think i'm standing there Uh that's um tim sally mcafee's in the gray it was a blue eye it was a blue out. Blue hot, yeah. You could see who participated in the suite above uh, 49's head right there. Should know who that is. That's my mother, Sally. Hey mom, thanks for coming. Hey. Shout out. Hey, didn't Sal. support the blue out. Love you, uh, Sal. Right next to Sal is Tim McAfee. He's sporting the blue out. Then there's me standing behind my wife. There's Foxy Oz on play. Hell yeah. Bruce didn't support the the blue out at all. Huh. ZD's front row next to Coco. The group next to us was having a blast. Hell and yeah. as soon as this shot happened, there was a. Down through the stadium that I hadn't heard in a long time. It was an, oh, shit, type play Mm -hmm. because it was massive. Derwin James got ejected. Wouldn't have mattered. He would not have been able to get back on the field. I saw a video later because we didn't get to see it live. He was getting walked off, and he was pissed off. He did. I don't know if the unaffiliated neuroscience inspector, the UN – The UNC, UNC, who's supposed to look out for guys like Tua if they potentially Uh, have a concussion again, especially whenever they Uh, had two earlier in the year, allegedly, maybe only one with a back injury, who knows, that whole thing. The UNC has certainly come into question. Derwin James would not have been allowed back on that field. No No. chance. The way he was walking after was worse than Doolin. Doolin couldn't get up for a bit. Doolin walks off the field, he gets a round of applause from our corner, and he gives like a shout out. We honestly thought, and not in a joking manner, Doolin might have thought he just scored a touchdown because Uh of how hard he just got hit this was one of the biggest shots i've seen in a long time and that just adds to the thing. derwin james pro bowler paid stud he's willing to do that against the indianapolis colts because that's the type of guy he is seems like they got a great culture yes over there at the chargers locker room kyle van Noy, allegedly per my sources mm-hmm. You know, going to those games, you get a chance to chat with like almost I, a lot of people coming over to the suite before the game. Mm, Come over, and say hey, hey, how you doing? Having a quick conversation, everything Good to like see that. You. Get nice a job. chance to learn a lot about what's going on in both buildings, which we will get to. But uh, with the Chargers, I guess Kyle Van Noy much more of a leadership role. Oh, like, nice. He's gotten to the point where he is um, either comfortable. I think the way it was described to me by multiple people now, multiple people. Uh, he had gotten to a point where he was comfortable enough with his position on the team, where he could start. He didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Sure. Mm-hmm. So his leadership, which I believe was felt in Miami, even though they got rid of him in New England for a long time, I think that's why Bill brought him back. Oh yeah. So like his leadership is something that Kyle Van Noy's known for, when he comes on the show. He's an incredible talker. We love him. Mm-hmm. Now we did invite him to come on the program Absolutely. and come Weird. by the studio. Is we it- did it through the Chargers PR people. So I don't know if there was maybe a game of telephone there where it got miscommunicated. But Kyle Van Noy said he was doing what he did last night, which a couple. Sacks and blowing up the whole game, mm-hmm. uh, just doing what Kyle Van Noy was doing for a long, long time in the NFL. He said, "That's what happens when you don't invite me to the crib or a studio." Shake my head. Oopsie. We did invite you. Oh, Kyle. Kyle. We did invite you. What the hell? We didn't want you to do that. Come on. God. We love you. Chargers PR withheld, withheld the information so you'd be a little bit more pissed off. Yeah. Oh. Enemies in your camp. Chargers PR. Yeah, this is. Good strategy, okay? Yeah.
2: That all Make true. sure that the
1: boys are still a little pissed off going in. Hey, everybody in the city that you think are your friends, they're not your friends. Pat, we actually reached out. We're like, hey, Pat, you think maybe you want to have Kyle Van Noy? They said, no, that's not the truth. And if Chargers PR did that, congrats on the gamesmanship. Yeah. Man. Congrats on it. You played, you played very well. Oh, chess move. We invited everybody, including Eckler, the injury doctor, mm-hmm. who got in the end zone twice. Yep, of course. He fucking balled out. Mm-hmm. The whole team was fun to watch. Herbert is clearly very tall yeah. yeah he's very big Huge. whenever you compare him amongst everybody else and the plays that they do the the enter, that that keenan allen was running i mean he stepped out of bounds there there was no reason for him to be able to stay in bounds though that's the number people say you can cut on a dime that means you have the ability to have all momentum going this way and just uh you know what body control. I'm going to go ahead and straighten this fucking back up and I'm going to turn this way. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, we got to see it from the back, the back view because he was literally right in front of us when he did that. Everything in his body's going out of bounds and then he just has the ability just go ahead and stop yeah, and then just right. roll and it was an eighth of an inch that's all he would have scored a touchdown would have been one of the most impressive athletic feats i've seen in some time with the ability to cut on a diamond but keenan allen's guy don't really talk about him much them not making the playoffs has kind of put them in a position where they're not being chatted about mm-hmm. enough and they're in los angeles so you think the media coverage would be huge but the reigning super bowl champions also in los angeles so they get a lot of chatter especially with the big names that they have well the names that are on the chargers whether known or not known are about to get Blown up, yep, and that's in the playoffs. That's what the playoffs are. So, congrats to the Chargers on making it yeah, in. Oh, no, Chargers, yeah, Chargers. The talks the tables here as they are every single day. I'm Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt, one half of the hammer. Done, Cowboys. Tone Diggs is here, and man, boys, one of the best. Before we get to it, ladies and gentlemen, hosts in the trenches, 12 year NFL vet, Super Bowl champion, and coach AQ. Hey, baby. Wow. How are we doing? AQ can't wait to watch In the Trenches. Let's you just... can admit this, though, too. And. Toxic table would like to you buy in everybody behind the glass Foxy, Zito, Nick, uh, Dirty, Brucey Boy, Bill, Gump, Phil. What? what? Uh, to everybody. How cool does Tone Diggs look today?
2: 10 so out of 10 cool. The boots Ooh. are unbelievable. Can you, Can, you the boots? Can you
1: zoom that one out a little bit? Which which camera is it? Is it that yeah. one? so Keep with those boots. Turn us on, bitch, out the Come, Come on. on. Keep with those out boots
0: outside. Out Come side. on, Tone. Well, this is the last time I've ever worn them. Wow. Oh. Oh.
1: Who cool does this fucking dude look right here? Movie star. Seriously. Tone, you fucking brought it today, yeah, dude. In the next Thanks. season of Yellowstone. Thanks, guys. Tone, <laughs> oh. this is not fucking with you. What are you doing, this is Every strong. time it's fucking with me. You look no. great. Oh. I can't give you a Tone, compliment. Listen, oh. Tone, we come from a place, okay, where compliments are almost always certainly coming from a backhanded fashion. Sure. Of course. This is not that. I would just like you to genuinely know from... One human to another, and I think boys are. I don't know if they're fucking with you. They're going to have to I give you the not, same not pledge. I'm not. You look awesome today. Thank you. First thing I said when I walked in, holy shit, Tony, you look really cool today, and I think you should know that what Thank you're doing right now is is really working, Thank Thank you. you Great Tony, fit, we Tony. Sincerely love
3: it. You look Tony. like you play the mandolin. You look sick, yeah, yeah. Tony. See Fitz. now
1: things are starting to come. I don't know I what could, that I can see the
2: radar that you're kind of putting <laughs> up. What's a mandolin? It's a really cool, like, little guitar, I believe. I thought that yeah. was that. Folklayli.
1: That's a Disney show. Folksy. Oh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Mm-hmm.
2: Could so, be in that too. I think the cool Sasha point. Banks
1: is in that, right? She is. Yeah, I mean, she is. Yes. I, when she Clearly. came out on SmackDown, that was one of the things that they wanted us to put over. Mm-hmm. And I was always too scared to pull the trigger on saying it because I didn't want to mispronounce the name of the sure. show. Mm-hmm. But that was it, right? Yep. Mandal, Mandal-
4: Mandalorian.
1: It was a good, one, right? Star Wars. She, she, she killed I the Bill. Bill Bill Burr's Bill, in it? Oh, Bill yeah. Burr is in it. I believe we called him one time. He was on set. Oh, that was whenever uh, he was filming. certainly very happy to be on our program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never know what you're getting. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's uh, always yeah. one that's very fun to kind of dive into. Speaking of diving into, let's do some football talk. AQ, you're a man of uh, great football knowledge. You're also a cultured human. Right? You love cooking, yeah, and you mm-hmm. lie to chefs all the time to yep. get into the restaurants around the country. And agent. It's a fantastic thing. Yeah. Hi, this is Alan. I'm the agent of AQ Shipley. I was wondering if this offensive lineman who is a pro bowl caliber player. Yep. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Former Remington winner, mm-hmm. drafted, drafted yeah, Stuck. he was wondering if you just had a spot open at the bar or maybe a table for him and his wife to stop by and we know it's only an hour away from now and it's the best restaurant in the city but he would really be honored to taste you. A.Q. Shipley we're talking about yeah. here. Yeah. Super Bowl champ. Uh, we'll get back to you. Okay, well, he's going to go to, uh, you know, Bobby Flay has yeah, a restaurant. That's right. He has a restaurant here as well. Okay, match. we can fit you in. Perfect. He'll see you then. <laughs> then yeah, That's that's this guy, Big Brain. Jimmy, <laughs> hey, thanks for all, letting me in, guys. All aspects. Oh, I, I, my agent told me it was really hard to get in here, yeah. so I appreciate you guys doing <laughs> yeah. that. But from all aspects, Big Brain, when you watch the Indianapolis Colts, and they put up three fucking points, okay? Yeah. Then they're up 33-zip, and they end up losing 36-33. And then they get outscored 33-0 in the fourth quarter, okay? Mm. 33-0 in the fourth quarter. And we have guys on a team like Jelani Woods, who every quarterback loves Jelani Woods. Every time Jelani Woods is on the field – the quarterback normally throws the ball to Jelani Woods. He just can't get on the field. Now, why is that? We don't know. Mm-hmm. He's a young guy. It's been a couple different regimes. Uh, if you go back to the Frank, Parks, Frazier, Jeff, Saturday sure. regime now. Right. He's, for whatever reason, not getting out there. Dion Jackson, this guy, number 35, we put him on the fucking super boost because he came in <laughs> in relief of Jonathan Taylor, ran hard. Got yards. Oh, yeah. The game last night, we were, I was there, lucky to be there. Last home game I think we're going to be at because the next one's against the Texans in a couple weeks, day before national championship game. I believe I'll be out of town. So last game, I'm there trying to take it all in. Light show, fantastic. The way they were doing it, it was a beautiful evening at Lucas Oil Stadium, aside from the football that was being played by the home <clears> team. <throat> Deion Jackson was the first player introduced as a starter for the offense. First one. Literally, lights go down, light show starts, here we go. We're having a fucking night all of a sudden. Me and my wife, a little date night. Now for your starting offense. I'm like, okay, here we go. Number 35, out of Duke. Dion Jackson. I was like, "Holy shit! This is a sign." Put this guy in a super boost. Right. He's the yep. first player introduced in the starting lineup. But not everybody on the offense gets introduced oh. as the starters. There, they do sometimes have twelve or thirteen people get introduced because there might be a swing or mm-hmm. multiple tight ends that not necessarily are going to be on the field at the same or uh, to start the game, but they'll be on the field at some time. They want to give them a rub or whatever, you know. But not everybody who's just going to play seven plays gets introduced with the starters on the offense. The side of the ball. He seemingly is a good player. He gets blown up on a screen early. They don't even put him back on the field to the fourth quarter in trash time. It feels like we have some weapon. I like Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm. I like the way he plays. I didn't like him early because Carson Wentz said, uh, hey, hey, I was wondering if I could get number 11, but number 11 my whole life. Michael Pittman, rookie who had not accomplished anything. Mm-mm. Nah. I'm keeping 11. You can kind of fuck off. Carson Wentz goes to two, ends up playing like a number two as well sure, for right. the Indianapolis Colts and move on. But I think Pittman was right all along. Like, Pittman is a guy I like him a lot. Got stars on defense. All over. That team fucking stinks, AQ. So bad. They are so bad at football. Not fun to watch. Nope, no. Tough to watch. Like, Bubba Bubba Ventron, special teams coordinator, he's maybe one of the best in the NFL at what he does. Players are the best at their positions that we allegedly have the best in the teams i've never seen anything like i've never seen anything like it i've been very lucky to be a part of a lot of very good teams in a lot of different sports every sport i've been on in in every team i played on has been pretty good pretty much i mean i guess high school football team last year made the playoffs good pretty good now we got beat like by a lot against usc which was a college campus and. They had a lot of money they did to do. But every team that I've been on, we go 2-14 one year when Peyton gets hurt. Yep. Other than that, though, basically every team I've ever been on has been good. And I've been very lucky and fortunate to be a part of it. So I don't necessarily understand. How do you have so many good players and people in positions of importance that are good? Now, granted, quarterback play has been absolute dog shit. Oh. But let's not act like the offensive line play has been good. And the offensive line plays the most expensive offensive line in football. And running back-wise, it is Jonathan Taylor this year versus Jonathan Taylor last year, and mm. I know Jonathan Taylor was hurt. Mm. It is not, they are not familiar with each other. It is a completely different-looking team, same, most of the same players. How does that happen, AQ? Why do they fucking stink? And why does the national TV audience get to watch that every so- that's the last primetime game we've had, thank God. Thank yeah. God. We had three straight where we were just getting embarrassed
5: to everybody. Rude. Last
1: night might have been the worst performance yet,
5: mm-hmm. and it was at home. They are tough to watch. I mean, they are very tough to watch. It's it's one of those things where I don't think you can put enough emphasis on culture in a locker room. I really don't think you can. So many people, you look at paper – and you look at their roster, and you're like, "This is this is a playoff team. This is a championship." Yeah, we team. did that.
1: They have three primetime games yep. late in the season yeah. because of that. By because the way. of that, and they had the fourth of- or fifth best odds to win the <laughs> AFC Championship. Going yeah. in somebody tweeted me that the other day, Pat. They had the Colts at the fifth best odds in the AFC yeah. going into the season. Absurd. That's where the Colts were. We were talking about them in the same exact way. That team sucks. Yeah, I, I've no coach already got fired. You know why the coach got fired? Because that team sucks.
5: I, I don't I, – how does it happen? I, don't, I honestly – I'm no. telling you, it's it's culture. Listen, if you would have looked at our roster, a team that you and I were a part of in 2012 here on the Indianapolis School, maybe on paper the worst roster in the NFL. Would you agree? It's, oh,
1: they actually had us 32nd, 32nd, 32nd. Oh, the rankings, yeah.
5: And we end up winning the division, right? Or maybe we came in second uh, – no, we, we were a wild card. But we end up going to the playoffs, right? We go 11-5 and five with the worst roster in football. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then you take a team that's maybe one of the best – rosters on paper and it can only come down to culture it can only come down to culture
1: what is that how do you make that what is the culture is that
5: the there's so many different things whether it's whether it's holding your position groups accountable whether it's um you know like listen whenever shit starts to go bad every single leader in their position group has to take accountability hey control your room control your room and every coach says that right yes and it's so fucking true. It is so true. You have to control your room, and you have to figure out how to make it better. When shit is going wrong, the Quentin Nelsons, the DeForest Buckners, the yeah. Zaire Franklins, mm-hmm. the, oh, the you know, all of them. We got Gilly luck. Yeah, yeah, Gilmore. Gilmore. Right, yes. those guys got to take control and say this. Enough defense, is enough.
1: Defense Player of the Year. Enough defense is enough. Player of the
5: Year. Yeah, still
1: unbelievable. Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> pro Bowler last year. Yeah. Hall of Fame guard allegedly. Uh huh. I mean, definitely. He's making pro. But I'm just saying, how is it happening? How's it? That's every.
0: It comes back to one thing: it's quarterback. Quarterback.
1: Quarterback sucks. Everybody says, fuck it. Is that what we're saying? And
0: I I mean, like, I mean, maybe they fucking saw Matt Ryan in preseason and stuff like that, and like, we have no chance. Why try this year?
1: See, I thought Matt Ryan looked good in preseason. He did. Like well, yeah, like in training camp. I thought he looked real good. Cutting off the defense. And remember the boys, yeah, he Lions beat the smoke the Lions. Now that was when the cornerback coach was still coaching. Oh, yeah, that oh, yeah. was. So once he finally got fired, that whole, mm-hmm. that whole defense changed him. That guy had a lot yep. of say, it seems like. Yeah, i sure guys he had a lot of say in there. Yeah. But everybody loved Matt Ryan. Whoa. Remember? Astronaut, yeah, yeah, Navy, Navy Seal. SEAL. Of course, yeah.
2: disrespectful, but of course,
1: well, yeah, it was a comparison to those who are fantastic, so it was a compliment more yeah. so than anything to both Matt Ryan and certainly the astronauts and the Navy SEALs. Wow, well. now saying he's at their level, I could see how you could certainly take uh-huh. a little bit of offense to that if you are a Navy SEAL or an astronaut, which you do have friends that are that, so I can see how maybe it's offensive, especially with how Matt Ryan's year has gone. But all conversation and chatter out of the building was Matt Ryan, <laughs> hey this guy we needed a little accountability everybody said that right Mm -hmm. that was being told oh yeah yeah so back to what you were saying and then my my sources oh all over that building over there okay i got a chance to chat with some people yesterday at the game Mm -hmm. okay what about walking in on the field Mm mm-hmm Fucking Jeff almost came up and said, "What's up?" He at did. halftime, it was awesome. Did he? he it was, was cool. He moment.
2: had to yeah. remind himself he's a head coach. Yeah, it <laughs> was a it was a cool <laughs> moment. It was a cool moment. We we
1: had a, it was a cool thing. So I've got I got a lot of friends there, which is why I will remain a Colts fan forever, because the building of the Colts has been – You know the building. Mm-hmm. Building's is great. Well. Be, those are good great people. Great building. Great people. That's a good building, mm-hmm. top to bottom. Like those buildings stay. Wow, GMs and coaches change. That Mm -hmm. happens all around the NFL. There's equipment managers that have been on teams for 40 years, 50 years, and their staff has been there through five different GMs, five different head coaches. At the Colts, I mean, that literally been there since Baltimore, since the team came to Baltimore, some of the equipment managers and the setup there. Athletic trainer Hammer's been there, I think, literally since the first year they came to Indianapolis. So he's been through so many different regimes, players and coaches. And then you talk about even the sales team, and you talk Mm -hmm. about the security team. Security detail there has been there for fucking 20 years and everything like that. So they've seen everything. So I'm chatting with everybody, you know, and everybody is... Very kind and very nice. It's always great to see everybody. We pick up like we just left off, which is a fantastic thing to have happen. But then I just ask them, like, hey, is this fixable? Like, hey, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. These people have been through bad, yeah. bad, bad. Real bad. These very people bad. have been through great, real great. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all, all of it. They've been through it all. Is this fixable? And everybody kind of said the same thing. They're like, yeah, 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 it's fixable. It's, fix- it's fixable. But somebody's going to have to... Somebody's gonna have to whip them into shape. Kinda, somebody's gonna have to be a li- uh-huh. hold some people a little Your bit more accountable. Charge, yeah. Somebody's gonna have to come in there and really hold some people accountable because it seems like they've, uh, it, it's really lost its way in there. I would love to hear what Reggie thinks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would love to hear what Bubba thinks. I would love to hear what Gilly Lock thinks. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear what Jeff thinks. Jeff, right? Jeff, Mm -hmm. not there day to day. Whenever he was consulting, advising, I think he was Zoom. I would think he was Zooming in with like Frank for ESPN. And he was at training camp. He was at training camp, but they're at training camp there. There's really nothing else going on. He's not on day to day. I've heard like day to day in the building. Little accountability would be nice, okay. and it's going to take that I think to get going. So hopefully Jim has heard that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully people have told Jim Irsay that, and he has considered that whenever he's looking to hire whoever he's going to hire. I would love to hear Jeff's thoughts about how it's all being run because a lot of the people what they were describing, multiple people, this is multiple departments, all kind of saying the same image, same thing. It's like that is not a professional organization. That's not an. That's not the NFL. Like that is not what. You're lucky to be in the NFL people get confused about that because they think, you know, they're untouchable or whatever, and they've gotten money. It's cool. You've gotten money, which you can live off forever. We hope we assume you'll make good financial decisions and you won't understand about taxes and how the money that you might've needed to live forever 10 years ago is vastly different than it is now. But like being in the NFL and then being great in the NFL, two different lives, two different operations, two different sets of commitments to everything. And from what it sounds like is there is certainly some people that, um, that feel like it's a, It's a right to be in the NFL as opposed to a privilege to be in the NFL is what it seems like. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's why it feels like the answer has to be in the locker room now because you can't really just hit reset because of all the contracts that you have. And obviously, Matt Ryan, who knows? We didn't think anyone would take Carson Wentz's contract last year. The commanders did. Maybe they're able to move Matt Ryan. But even just looking at the team from the start of the season, like, sure, we can definitely blame Matt Ryan in the quarterback play because it hasn't been great. But like the sell on the Colts was O-line running back. They haven't had that sure. at all this entire
1: year. Which brings us to a great talking point. Sean Payton liked the tweet last night. Yeah. Uh, what? Indianapolis Colts. What? Sean yeah. Payton liked, tweet. liked <laughs> the tweet. Like the tweet. Uh oh. Fix it, Sean, please. Says Colts fan. Okay. Kenny Moore, the person that is in that photo right there, one of our stars, didn't play last night. Nope. Mm-hmm. Shaq Leonard, one of our other stars, didn't play last night. Huh. Jonathan Taylor, one of our stars. Didn't play last night. Oh. But the fans say, hey, fix it, Sean, please. He likes it and goes, you know what? I will. Now, is this mean? that Sean's just using this as leverage to other teams? Let him know that maybe there's Ooh. a lot of fan bases that would like old Sean Payton, old fucking Uncle Sean to come to town mm-hmm. and fix all their wrongs Ooh. and take them to a promised land like I was able to do with the New Orleans Saints? Maybe. Absolutely. Perhaps. Maybe. maybe. But why not the Indianapolis Colts, Sean Payton? Huh? They need you. You're the guy that they need, from what I've been told. Because everybody thinks Sean Payton, who is great on media, has had a lot of success. His former players like him. And I think he is somebody that wears cool shoes. Everybody thinks he's cool. He's a fucking attention-to-detail Badass oh, coach, yeah. Yeah. wired in. Hey, this is how we're doing it. This is how we're doing it. This is how we're doing it. I think that is something from allegedly from the conversations I've heard around Indianapolis where it could work. Another place that everybody's thinking he's going to go to is maybe the Denver Broncos. Now he's allegedly hired Vic Fangio to be his defense coordinator in a mock coaching staff mm-hmm. if he was to get hired again. Almost like he's going to teams saying, "Hey, not only do you get Sean fucking Payton,
2: yeah, Not just Super my J's and everything, mm-hmm.
1: the big mm-hmm. ring I got, my Rolodex." You know, they said Drew Brees is dead. He's not dead. I can actually bring him. I'll bring him back. He'll fucking coach quarterbacks. He's going yeah, Purdue right now. That'd be awesome. He'll come in coach India. quarterbacks right here. He's having a good time. Any of these teams. Also, do you know the Denver Broncos, right? What, what has been their problem forever? Oh, the offense Yeah, but what, on the other side, defense what? Real good. Yeah. Their head coach, defense coordinator, Vic Fangio, coming alongside me. So this is what we going to need. $25 million, mm-hmm. okay, 20 to me, 5 to Vic and then we are going to move along, and we'll fix your entire operation for you. Quick, Like the Denver Broncos, and everybody's saying that Vic Fangio will not go back to Denver because of what happened there. I understand that could be the case. New ownership, though. Might be a new feel, new vibe over there. True. But why don't they? Is, is Can one coach do that, you think, AQ, as somebody that has been a player and a coach? Can Sean Payton come in and be a miracle worker in some of these places like everybody's expecting? And what I think he's going to get paid to do is be a miracle worker. Colts are going to need a lot. Broncos are going to need a lot. There's going to be numerous teams that are going to need almost a miracle to get them out of where they are. Is Sean Payton enough to do that? And do you think that'll take place?
5: I think it can happen. I think the biggest question mark, and this is uh, this may get taken the wrong way a little. No, bit. no, no, come on, no, no, come on.
1: No, come on. no, no. Steve Smith actually said yesterday, you know, I got to run into these people that I'm talking to, and it's mm-hmm. a whole thing. And we said, no, no, Steve, you cut to it. Yeah, you're Talk to fucking Smith. That's literally the name of your podcast. Cut to it. Mm-hmm. You're fucking Steve Smith, dude. You're allowed to say whatever you want. That's right. Hey, Q, you're allowed to say yeah. whatever. It's your league, pal. Yeah. 12 Anthony. years you played in that thing, coached in that thing. Yeah. It's but... your fucking league. Whatever you say, you're allowed to say.
5: Hey, when I came in, when you Now,
1: there here. might be uncomfortable conversations no, with people later. You yeah, need okay. to understand that. That's okay. It might be awkward at some point. Radio Row, a lot of people we talk about. Yeah. All going to be there. Yeah. You'll be there with us this year. That's okay. It's in Arizona, so do whatever you got to do. But Perfect. also... You're allowed to say whatever the Speak fuck you Speak
5: your want. truth. Tell the truth. It's your league. 10, 12 years ago when we came in, 13 years ago, 14, whatever it was, there was accountability from the minute you walked in. There was accountability. You had to because the people, the Vince Wilforks, when I came into Pittsburgh, the Troy Polamalu's of that world, the Ben Roethlisberger's, okay. the Ike Taylor's, the James Harrison's, right? All the old heads. They taught you a certain way to approach the game, to behave in the locker room, to act on the field, and all in the that. Building, in the building, this is how building. you operate. This is how we're operating. I don't know if that's there in this upcoming generation. I don't. I don't know that. And so well, that when you get me. This guy so when you new get new NFL, that's
4: not good. I'm just say saying
5: you, you, there's there's all this new world that you come up from college, this. and so then you have Sean Payton, who is the attention to detail, the Bill Belichick's of the world. Hell yeah. The you know they pride themselves on running it and running their operation in a certain fashion, in a certain manner and will the young guys buy in and it's very hard to get young people to buy in especially when you're not 11 and 5 or Yeah I agree six, you're going right? to have to have success
1: quick you if have you're going to like, You also have to have a resume so I think there's people that will get grandfathered in for instance Sabin I think runs uh Accountability, yeah, but it's easy. He he wins every year. That's exactly. I think your resume has to be there. You have to be able to match it. So Sean Payton, I think, has a resume where he'll be able to do that. But if they don't win quick, even the lure of Sean Payton, I think, for sure. will wear off on people. For it sure. is a very different generation. I think what, what's happening in Alabama, though, is and Dion's going to be the same way. Dion also, <laughs> I think, is great news for the NFL long term and for college football because mm-hmm. Dion is going to be a very that's like, the world he came from. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about it with Dion. You know. And I kinda hate it that it happens this way. If you listen to any of the content that Deion Sanders Jr. puts out through Deion Sanders Instagram, which is his actual team meetings and things he's actually saying in practice, as opposed to just mic'd up the clips that are kind of cut there, Deion's like, hey, this is how we're doing it. He, we got no phones in the meeting mm-hmm. rooms. We got no earrings on, but we got no like everything no hats, he does. No hats, no hoodies. He's very old school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like listening to him talk. Love it. That is very very old school and it's like he can do it because his resume is what it is. And every parent of all these kids is like that's prime. Mm-hmm. And every kid that's going there is like that's prime. So I think you have to have the resume to be able to do that and you have to have success. But if you don't have the resume, I think it's going to be hard to put in. And if you don't have success, I think you're fucked. I think you are completely fucked. So, like, I think the allure of Sean Payton will certainly be something. Uh, but they're going to have to have success. Will they be able to do that in Denver or Indy or any of the other places that pop up? I mean, Steve Wilkes, we all just assume, is going to get that Carolina Panthers job because of how good of a job he's been able to do after trading away their best players, two of them. uh, Wide receiver Robbie Anderson also traded. Christian McCaffrey traded. They're still winning five games. He has that locker room fighting. Seemingly, Wilkes has done a great job, but that's the second wealthiest owner in the NFL. And remember, coaching, there's no salary cap. So, like... You can fucking pay $30 million a year if you really wanted to to get a coach, to get a GM to come in there and really transform it. And that's what these new owners, I think, are going to take advantage of with their deep pockets. The Waltons have... So much money. They can take advantage of it, cash over cap with the way they do their contracts, and coach and GM, which has no cap at all, to get the absolute best. I feel like they're going to do that. I honestly believe
2: that. Well, it feels like Jim Irsay, you know, he might not have the, you know, Walmart money or the Tepper money, but he has enough where he can do some things with it. You know, and I'm not going to bring up any of the city stuff. We know that song and dance. But how, how hard is it to have veteran leadership when your veterans are the guys that they get on, you know, one-year deals or two-year deals. Like, how, if you're a locker room, can, and you guys have been in there, so you guys can probably talk about it better than any of us, like if there's a young locker room in there, hopefully, yeah, yeah, (laughs) obviously, but if there's a young locker room, which they have, like, that's a young locker room and a lot of their best players are very young, like Quentin Nelson, he'd be in the fourth year of his rookie deal if he didn't get extended. Is it easy to have Matt Ryan or a Gilmore, who Gilmore has kind of been a, you know, quiet guy more so than a vocal leader, at least he was in New England. Like, is it easier for the, that team to buy in around a new dude versus maybe
0: a new head coach? Well, you just talked about with the uh, Chargers, like Van Noy and Khalil Mack, they had to wait. Like, that's kind of the, like that's kind of what Connor's talking about, right? Yeah,
1: and so they got comfortable to feel like, hey, we're not stepping on anybody's toes, which is a real thing. Yeah. And that's also, like, somebody that's a good teammate would want to do. I, when I was hearing that, though, last night from numerous people, same – same um diagnosis of the mm-hmm. team, uh-huh. basically. It was the same diagnosis of the team from numerous different angles. Second opinion,
0: same diagnosis. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Boom. This is like five, six opinions. I'm like Mike White Mike with my White. fucking yeah. ribs. Yep. <laughs> and it, they're all giving the same diagnosis. I almost started judging, like, the guys on the team. Like, I, I, I don't know them that well. I, th- I know Ryan Kelly the best because I was teammates with him. Love Ryan Kelly. Fucking, he's been through a lot off the field. I assume he's spending a lot of his time potentially out of the building on other things that are massively important to actual humans as opposed to just football players. But I started, like, questioning these guys that I don't know that well. Like, how is how is Quentin Nelson letting this happen? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's this guy that he's been great since day one. Yeah. He's been a guy since day one. He's a first-round draft pick, so he's automatically given, like, a platform. Is he just a quiet – like, do they just have a bunch of, like, quiet leaders almost? And the wrong people are the ones that are doing the influencing? You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I'd love to know what's going on in there. I really would because, I mean, you're hearing things. Because can
1: you fix it? That's you're seeing things. Can you fix it? Like, in Denver, you think anybody's going to get over Russell Wilson on that defensive side of the ball next year? Not a chance. I don't know how they do. Zero. Like, we were told they're going to be able to do that the offensive line in fucking Seattle for that one year, remember? Because yeah. Team Three buried the offensive mm-hmm. You guys have like the worst offensive line in history, I says think. Team Three body guru spokesperson. And then Russell Wilson gets on Dan Patrick, Your Team Three said some things yesterday. And Russ goes, <laughs> People have their opinions, you know, and they do their thing, and we just try to get to work. And we got to get better, and I'm open for whatever. And like, didn't put them the rest and say that. And then everybody's like, Oh, they'll be able to be good again. And then there was anonymous sources burying Pete Carroll from, like, Team Three's perspective. And then anonymous sources came back from Pete Carroll's side Mm -hmm. burying Russell Wilson. And then that got all scrapped whenever the Chicago Bears allegedly tried to trade for Russell Wilson. And the Seattle Seahawks said, we're not trading Russell Wilson. And then they were all friends again. They did that press conference, remember? (laughs) And and we asked – I think we actually (laughs) asked the question. We said, so the offensive line that's all back, basically, that he said is the worst – sorry, Team 3 said is the worst of football – they just completely forget that that was said. Uh, that Pete Carroll just completely forgets what everybody around Russell Wilson is saying, let alone the people on the team who are friends with Pete Carroll, love Pete Carroll, or see the way he operates. We were just like, this is going to, and then lo and behold, they stink. A year later, he's traded away. Now that team's obviously already fired another head coach, and they're moving, and Seattle's going the opposite direction. It's like, those are real things. You can strike something because somebody can object. I object. Strike that from the records. Jury still hears it. For sure. And that's happening, I think. Mm. Like, the Colts, I don't know how you fix it. Denver, I don't know how the fuck they're going to fix that with Russell Wilson in that
5: locker room. I don't either. And just, you know, it's funny you brought that up. I think that's a good point to hit on is just... uh when you're, when you're assembling a team, when you're just bringing in vets for one year, right? And like, okay, so Russell comes in. Obviously, it's a five-year thing. But, like, when you try and – A lot of money. A lot, lot of money. money. More money than everybody else. When you try and build around something, you start to, like, piece together. Like, let's get this guy. Let's get that guy. You know? GMs have such a fine line. They have to do such a good job of assembling a team that they build through the draft, that they build from within, and then use free agency and use – the the tools that you have at your disposal to get vets on the one- or two-year deals, right, to piece that team together. The teams that use that to piece the team Attitudes. together. And that's the ones that have constant success, the Baltimores, the New Englands, the Steelers, right, the Green Bay Packers, right? They're never but, reaching, yeah, okay. right? Uh, no, not that yet. No, 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 Not no. that yet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But constant yep. success, constant, constant, they're constant. I know, they're, I know a lot of those teams are down, But that's
1: but why they're still alive, though, yeah, because exactly. of what you're talking about right here. Right. Even exactly. in down years, they're still Correct. alive. Everybody.
5: But the teams that sit there, they're like, "Okay, we're going to build our team with 15 guys that we're bringing in who are in year eight, nine, ten that are going to make this team better." I, don't think, gonna, that's what, I don't think
1: that's what the Colts did or the Broncos did either, though. That's why it's so fascinating. You got to be very picky on who you let in and how things go. I, I just I don't know how you fix some of these things. Honestly, it's going to be a long road for some teams, is what I'm staring down, and that's why I was thinking last night while I was watching that insanely boring game. Terrible. So boring. I'm like Terrible. this. This is—is okay. is this our life? This is our—we haven't made the playoffs in years. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're not staring down a good thing. I don't think on the other side. How do we? So that was my big question. about can we fix? Hey, is this what this is now? Is this what life is now as a Colts fan, or can we fix this? And I think everybody thought they could fix it, but same diagnosis. Well,
4: for the Colts especially, like, you talk about not having like guys in that next generation who can kind of like set the standard and everything. like. I understand that not everyone wants to be, like, a vocal leader and stuff like that. But, like, Quentin Nelson, like, this is a guy who everyone's tapped as, like, a Hall of Famer. He's a perennial pro bowler. Like, when you notice that there is a void in the locker room, like, I don't care. That's kind of on him, isn't it, to be like, Uh, hey, there's there's a void in this locker room, a leadership void. I'm supposed to be, like, the best player on the team. So whether I'm comfortable doing this or not, like, we suck. Nothing's going right. So maybe I need to kind of, like, you know, man up and and fill this void because – Otherwise, it's just the same shit over and over again. And also, like, how much of that, you know, the coaching obviously matters a bunch, but how much of this falls at the feet of Ballard and Ursa? Because, like, yeah, Ursay is, like, he's heavily involved in the day-to-day operations. Like, you look back, like, obviously Chris Ballard had some sort of conversation with him, but, like, it was Ursay who wanted Matt Ryan. Like, he was the one, you know, he's the one paying him. He's the one who put his fist down and was like, hey, get me this guy, you know, and it's like...
1: Yeah, got Rick Carson. Yeah, exactly. Mm
4: -hmm. So, like, if, if there's not a certain point where he kind of realizes, like oh, shit, Like things are bad here. Like Everything needs to be blown up and, and kind of fixed. And like that's probably a very tough pill to swallow, especially when you're the one who kind of have your fingerprints all over everything.
1: I'm intrigued to see how it's handled. Uh, just to kind of put a bow on the whole Colt uh, situation, Jim Ursay spoke to ESPN. He said a head coach is unknown until the interview process goes forward. Jeff would be an outstanding candidate. He didn't say he would hire him. And then he also said that uh, Ballard will be our GM in 2023 hmm. so another year of ballard and to your question i have no idea whose fault it is but if people are doing what i'm hearing and there's no accountability and no like expectation of like doing being a professional i don't know how you fix it hopefully they'll be able to do that on the other side denver broncos ownership has released a couple statements this is from mike Cliss, mike Cliss of denver, denver post Okay. Yeah. Yep. Denver, is that where he's from? The Denver, Denver Gazette. Gazette. The Radio in Denver. Radio right. in Denver. There it is. That's where he's from? Nine Sports Radio in Denver. Shout out to Mike Cliss. Been doing a long Shout time. Out. Thank Mike. you, Mike. Mike looks so cool in that headshot too. Yeah, he does. Penner. New coach will report to him. This is the um, acting CEO of the yep. Walmart. He's son in law of Rob Walton. Uh, he's been CEO for fifteen years, I believe, of Walmart. Oh,
0: and his parents are famous sex therapists.
1: Okay, there we go. That lady, yes. that old lady, is his his
0: his parents are. Fam- I just know. Oh, like the a, lady,
1: late night, really? like a, With the, ca- r- kind of the like kind of like
0: a meet the Fokker situation. It feels like oh
1: oh, this is an arranged.
0: It's Penner Focker, no, like um, like Focker, like Mr. Fokker's parents
1: okay. in the movie. All right, anyways, so Penner's CEO <laughs> Walmart, son of sex therapist, yep. now running the day-to-day for the Denver Broncos in the NFL with the biggest bank that he has been the chief executive officer of for the last 15 years. New coach report to me. Okay, this will be a new structure. Previously, Hackett reported to Peyton. Now both report to CEO Penner, which is more typical NFL structure. Mm. Penner said, I don't know if that's the case, but I do respect and appreciate Mm. the new ownership saying, this thing has really gone to shit. So now everybody answers to us. This is whenever you get a little bit of freedom If you don't take advantage of that and do well with that freedom, it's going to change. MCDC chatted about that with him and Brad having, like, freedom from Sheila Mm Ford-Hamp. Sheila Ford-Hamp, man, she just kind of says, what do you need, man? (laughs) And if you you get that type of freedom and you do well with it, you'll be able to maintain that type of freedom. If you get it and you fail, then ownership, rightfully so, because it's a massive investment for them. It's their money, their team they're going to start getting a little bit more handsy on the operation. And if they have success doing that, guess what's going to happen forever? They're going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're also going to remember forever that you didn't have success. So ownership comes in. Previous people who are all super football geniuses, right? Been a football family for a long time. Right. yeah, Built this mess that is not good at all. So you could see how they would potentially go, I'd like to hear what dumb shit you guys are thinking about mm-hmm. doing, at least before you do it. Okay, I don't know if Penner's going to be – Like saying, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. But I do believe this is probably an intel gathering mission for the people that fucking run one of the most successful businesses in the history of America. Mm -hmm. Don't love that they're necessarily going to be hands-on here, it sounds like, but I feel like they just want to learn some information on people. Uh, If they have success, people will love it. If they don't, it'll be just (laughs) like Jerry Jones, where everybody's like, oh, Jerry's got to have a press conference. Jerry's got to have his hands on the roster. Jerry's got to do that. As soon as he lets go, maybe the team will do well. And Who knows if that's true or not, but that said, first-time ownership, doing this, this is exactly what people's responses are going to be, but you could see how if you were a penner, you would want this to happen.
4: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, because it does seem like, you know, early in the season, we were getting the shots of them, like, sitting in the owner's suite, drinking wine, having a good time, like, kind of just enjoying... This is fun. Yeah, exactly. We own an NFL NFL team. And then, you know... This season happens, and Christmas is probably the nail in the coffin. Where it's like, all right, fuck it, I want to know everything that's going on in that fucking building. We didn't just throw away four billion dollars to fucking drink wine in the press box with Lewis Hamilton. Like yeah. that ain't happening. Well, well sir, by the way, sir,
1: wait, no, sir that. Lewis Hamilton. Well, and I also think Paul Antonino was up there too. Yeah, you yeah. might have been. Yeah, I'm not sure. So there was another Pondelizzo,
0: quote, I think, in there too.
1: Potentially uh, loves football. Used and this is from Nikki Javala, uh, George yeah. Payton. We saw flashes of rust this year. The first half of the Chargers game, the first half of the Raiders game. I don't think we made a coaching move based on Russ. It's not whether Russ is fixable or not. We do believe he is. Okay, so it is about whether Russ is fixable or (laughs) not. Because you're saying... He is fixable. So sure. that's not even a question in your mind. It is a question in everybody else's mind because we haven't seen Russell Wilson play this bad of football in a long time, seemingly making bad decisions, mm-hmm. making bad throws in missing people, which he didn't used to do on a different team, in a different situation, different environment, obviously. So this is, this is going to be a case study here. Broncos CEO Greg Penner says trading for and extending Russell Wilson was a long-term decision. We know he'll do the right work in the offseason to be ready mm-hmm. for next year, says Jonathan Jones at J. Jones. Nine. It's all very fascinating, AQ. Whenever you hear what's going on with Denver, do you think it's going to end up going good or bad for the next few years? And are Broncos fans excited right now after hearing everything that they're currently hearing?
5: Bad. (laughs) I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to continue to be bad. We spoke about this. I think I said earlier in the year that you don't let Russell out of that Seattle building if if you still believe Russell's Russell, right? Like if you still believe that, you don't let him out. Yeah. You just don't And They did He's clearly not Their offensive line Situations And shambles Defense is really good Actually Really good And they're fighting But they're pissed off At the offense So you got a shitty Culture Right We go back to that And then you got that that's becoming the new norm. The new norm is owners are sitting there wanting grades, wanting to watch film with the coaches, wanting to understand this. Oh, like, investing in their business, A.Q. <laughs> <thank you. laughs> oh, geez. Oh, you don't Sorry, like Oh, Sorry,
1: A.Q. <laughs> Donating their time. Wow. It's it's, oh, I'm, it's I'm not a Walmart. recipe for success. you don't success. think I can build a football team? <laughs> it's
5: not <laughs> you, a recipe for success. You
1: dumb meatheads don't think I can fucking figure <laughs> out
5: football. Don't.
2: God to Jim Mercer. You don't thank think you. that's
5: the case, bro? I kind of wish coaches would go into those meetings with owners and just start talking scheme and bond, just asking them questions questions we're doing so they're so doing cover two what do we, we
1: got, here? got here it's very clear when you tell harrison, me harrison smith comes down here what are we running they got cover three you think wrong boom he's he's, he's
5: moving hey what do you see here you know that we're three by one you tell me what, what do we got here we, huh? two by two didn't we just hear three. where you live that where ha- that happens
1: yeah. yeah Arizona does that remember yeah, do. um mm-hmm. that was what cliff yeah. kingsbury said. well yeah he said I'm, I'm not sure what the situation is everywhere else thank you for asking uh but yes every single week me and vj got to go in and uh Break down our entire plan of yep. the owner, both before the game and after the game. He said it's say, been really helpful.
2: Yeah, he we have got to learn it. a lot yeah. about yeah. a lot of. Sure, each other. he loves mm-hmm. it. Knows why they're doing it.
5: Sure, he loves it.
2: I'm sure they all love it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs>
2: With the Broncos, though, they are, are, like they're, they're in the it. worst position it feels like in the entire. Colts, league. Colts, Colts, don't even. No, because think about think about the Colts though. Cardinals, yeah, family.
6: Cardinals, Card- yeah. Card- J- oh,
1: um, Cardinals. Breaking news. Jesus, thank you. That was not oh, something well. that should be happening during the announcement that we're about to make mm-hmm. because the announcement we're about to make is a big one. Huge. In the history of the NFL, ladies and gentlemen, there was a man from Wisconsin who used to play tight end at Central Michigan mm-hmm. then transferred to Wisconsin. That was the number 11 overall pick in the entire city that he got drafted to go play football for. Booed. We time. don't want this thing. Hmm. His name is what 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 what? What? What, what? 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 What's his name? What? 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 And all this dude did was legitimately become a superhuman with a work ethic of five guys, and became the best player in football for probably a three to four-year run, no questions asked. That city that booed him the night he was drafted loudly, obnoxiously, very passionately, became a city in which he would raise $41.6 million for after a devastating hurricane came through and damaged, and he became not only like a proverbial son of the city, but a goddamn god of the city for not only what he was doing off the field, obviously saving lives, but on the field he was a member of every single sponsorship program that every business had with the Houston Texans. The growth of the Texans as a fan base and as an organization was literally on this dude's shoulders. The better he got, the bigger the Houston Texans franchise got. The better he got at football was the better the Houston Texans franchise got. Numerous playoff appearances, AFC South championships that didn't happen in the past. He was drafted to get the Peyton Manning. He did that and he got to everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an honor to be a part of the career that has been J.J. Watts, both as somebody that got to stand on the other sideline and watch him scoop and score a fumble that somehow he was around and got, and then in the next drive, line up at fucking fullback, skirt out to the out, shake somebody, score a touchdown, and then when the game was on the line, somehow go sideways underneath somebody, strip sack to fucking win it. The guy was all over the place, and every time he made a play, the entire city of Houston would go bananas. Congrats to J.J. Watt on a hell of a career. Congrats on a life that is seemingly worth living with your family now where you're ready to step away from the sport that has given you so much. J.J. Watt has announced that he is retiring via a post with his daughter and his wife, stating that it was koa his daughter's first NFL game, and his last ever NFL home game. Congrats, J.J. Watt. Fucking hell of a run, bro. Yeah, hey J.J. Woo! Change games, dude. JJ Watt. JJ, oh, sorry, son. Sorry, Cole. geez. Not daughter. I'm having a daughter. Uh, that's on me, 100% for me projecting that on him. JJ Watt is one of those guys where if you get an interception from Aaron Rodgers, you get that ball, hopefully signed, and you put it on a mantle. I picked forever. off Aaron Rodgers forever. Tom Brady, same thing. Peyton Manning, same exact thing. There isn't a lot of stuff that defensive players can do that other people that are their peers would honor and respect and want to hold in high regard. This morning I was showing a clip from 2012 Mm -hmm. of one man blocking JJ Watt successfully and it's living on his phone. And I would assume there's a lot of other people who've (laughs) done the same thing. That is what JJ Watt was. He was a man that people were proud of to play against. And if they got the better of that person, they're telling everybody they fucking know about it whenever they're having beers uh, AQ, would you like to expand upon what I just talked about there? 12-year NFL vet, Super Bowl champion. What was the clip I was just referring to?
5: Yeah, it was a clip in 2012. JJ comes in on a little slant stunt and tries to swim me. I got him, right? Like uh, When that clip happened, I remember going home and being like, I can't wait to watch that shit on film. <laughs> like, this dude was the dude. He was an absolute game wrecker for a four or five year span. And obviously he's still fucking doing it. Right. Like, I mean, he's had a four, yes. four week stretch where he's still dominant. Right. And like, so his career has been incredible, but he was the game wrecker of all game wreckers for a long time. And we got to see him twice a year for a couple years when I was here. And, you know, you used to go in and game plan against him and Hey, how are we going to set up our run game to attack him? How are we going to set up our pass protections to attack him, to chip him, to get help, to do all these things? And to watch what he's been able to do, and especially in that four year span, he was unblockable. And as you said, like when I saved that clip, that clip has been on my phone since 2012. It has gone through nine different phones. Every drunk <laughs> time I fucking lost it, I made sure Whoa. the cloud had it, right? And, you know, it's one of those things where you block them and you get that and you save it, and I can look back on that and be like, hey, were anyway, having I some beers, platform. having yeah. some Blood. beers, Blood. The JJ
1: Watt pops up. Just the name itself yeah. now is its own entity. Basically, oh, yeah. comes up a conversation. It was like, yeah, Jake, best player of all time. Like that's AQ. Like mm-hmm. we all agree. This guy, we all agree. The guy. Look Gonna at this. 2012. It out. He's not the only one doing that. No. And that's what J.J. Watt is. That's respect people have. Obviously, 12 iconic seasons, number 11 pick, two time NFL sacks leader, three time Defensive Player of the Year, five time Pro Bowler, seven time All Pro, 111 and a half career sacks. And once again, $41.6 million helped raise after Hurricane Harvey hit Houston. I mean, you're talking about just fucking did it. Mm-hmm. I think there was a time there where they put the full machine behind him. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, he was everywhere. JJ oh, yeah. Watt, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, JJ Watt, Yeah, spearing people. But I think he was an actual fan of Zach Brown. Yeah, yeah. friend of Come Zach on. Brown. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about whenever they were putting him in everything. I don't think that was something he necessarily enjoyed either. Like, I think he is literally just, like, football player, yeah. guy, hard worker, enjoy it. But his work ethic, who he is, what he became, is an incredible story, and he has incredible personality. So I think everybody wanted to, like, see it everywhere. I think he would have been completely fine if nobody had a clue who the fuck he was either, which makes me respect him even more. Congrats on a hell of a career. Connor, your thoughts on old JJ Why? Well,
2: obviously, for a few years there, like you just said, he was being pushed so much. He, you know, did basically everything, especially with, you know, all the charity work, too. But how many guys throughout, you know, the NFL's history where – there's only really one face of the franchise, and it's a defensive player. Like, it feels like even with some of the, you know, Manning teams, they had Freeney and they had Mathis, but, like, the face of it, you know, Peyton Manning, even with the Patriot teams and the Steelers teams. The Steelers team didn't have that one defensive guy. They had that whole entire, you know, Steel Curtain, Troy Paul oh, yeah. Malu and, you know, Harrison, and then even the Packers, if you think about it. Favre, which, you know. Is what it is, but back then it Why? was a good face of the league, face of the team, rather, and then right into Rogers. What's like, he talking about? I'm talking about how Favre basically killed thousands and thousands of poor people in Mississippi. But when we're talking, what? Story, whoa, whoa, I didn't know he did that. What? I'm allegedly. sure there was oh. a lot of starvation going on. Oh, there.
1: okay, okay. You're talking, okay.
2: Yes, with yeah, his actions, yes. with the well... Yeah, repercussions allegedly, of allegedly, 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 but he hates well, Boxing Day. Hates Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah they don't well, celebrate. He
4: said it. we
1: should flip it. Actually,
4: mm-hmm. he's yeah. a big fan of giving empty boxes and then seeing how the the poor people, you know, their hearts just sink when they open and yeah. there's nothing in there. Gotcha. Get he's back all to all work. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah allegedly. Yeah, it's allegedly. all legend.
2: Allegedly. Back to JJ Watt. Really, he was, you know, one of the only, especially while you know he was playing and the face of the Texans, like. The NFL was turning into you know offense, 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 points, 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 mm-hmm. and he was still able to you know continue to rip apart quarterbacks and be the you know basically the anchor of Houston. I mean, it's unbelievable. And like that charity thing, it kind of goes you know on radar. Forty-one point six million, still a so world much record. Money. That is absurd.
4: World record? Yeah, for a crowdsourcing uh, like charity deal, still a world record. Insane.
1: No, he didn't have to do it. No, no.
4: I think he set the goal at two hundred thousand. That's like how much and they and it it provided, it. like 26 million deals. Yeah. The over- yeah. yeah, they did. Got hit. that done.
2: Got Way to go. Yeah. And D Lyman, like you mentioned, like Lyman, they don't, and AQ, like they don't look for the accolades or like the spotlight or anything, but he was so fucking good, it was impossible not to give it to him. Yeah. Like, one of those highlights was a fade, dude. Like
1: he got a so fade. He, he was shaking people. Yeah. Like, we're talking shaking. And it, it felt like when you played the Texans, ball always ended up in his hands. I'm like, how the fuck is he there? Like, we we had to play him a lot in a lot of games, big games, very important games, Mm -hmm. so I got to witness it almost. But there's, like, numerous times watching live where me and Vinny are like, why is that guy in the – how is he 15 yards down the field and just got an interception? Yeah. Why why would he even be there? It was like, this guy was just a magnet for the play. Just a magnet for the play. Every, Everywhere a play needed to be made, JJ Watt was going to make it. Helmet, no helmet, broken nose, right. whatever you need. I'm going to hop in a Wisconsin frozen lake in the offseason so I can work harder. The JJ Watt experience on the football field is coming to an end soon. Hard Knocks should have something on this, we would assume, this evening on HBO or tomorrow night on HBO. Uh, but that's, look at his catch, dude. Gets both feet done. Give me that. Uh, D-line. Bang. Pow. Boom. Knee down. Derwin James yesterday. Now, this is what I'm talking about. We saw a lot of him. This is the Colts. Yep. Somehow scores this. Yeah. He had to be down, didn't he? Had to be down. <laughs> then they run a review. He was yeah. not. He was not down. Fourth quarter right there. Need it. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. he does. That was when the Doug He was at. He went and did that up on the bench, actually. He ran to the sideline, hopped on the bench, did that. I think he scored an offensive touchdown in that game as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was fucking banana land playing against J.J. Watt whenever he was fucking the J.J. Watt, and obviously goes to Arizona and hopes to bring them a championship, and I'm not sure if one player or 20 players will be enough to do that with the way that building's currently being run, but congratulations on a hell of a run, J.J. JJ. We'll get A.J. Hawk's take on the J.J. Watt uh, retirement on the other side of this break. We'll talk more about all the things happening around the NFL. We'll have in the trenches Greg Joseph, kicker for the Vikings, who uh, hit a 61-yard game winner this past weekend against the Giants. Damn. He's had a couple of those this year where he's this dude's awesome from South Africa. Wild. He's gonna have an accent. He's yeah. a Bruce. Tone, can you, Tone, can you please give us a little taste of what Greg Joseph is probably gonna sound like?
0: Sup, Bruce. Good to be here. Kick sixty-one was a Good kick. Sup, Bruce. Thank you. Boom. Set. People saw that. Is Greg Thank Joseph
1: here already. I think we have yet. Hold on. No, that was Tone. Oh. That was not a voiceover of Greg Joseph.
0: I hold kicking comps. I uh, made what? a lot of flyers, but my mom. Mom didn't pass out the flyers, so nobody showed up. So the stats told us that's him.
1: That like seven people listen in South Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna hear from. They him. nailed it. Yeah, we're gonna hear from. Him for that, we're gonna be pumped. Pumped. Me.
2: What's
1: up, bro? That's
2: that's <laughs> close, right there.
1: Let's close. eyes. hold on. Close your eyes and hear. Think if you hear, tink tink here.
0: Okay.
1: Also South African, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Poor little tink tink. Yep. What's up, Brew? Told me there was no sign up at all. Paper clips sparking everywhere, fucking all over, and then they set me up. They set me up. Someone came in my bathroom and they set me up. Can there you was yell no freeze. Freeze.
2: Yeah, that guy killed his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Pastorius. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Oh, okay, you're really good. Thank you Thank for doing you. that for us, dude. Okay, anyways, there's a lot more that came from when Greg mm-hmm. Joseph joins us <laughs> in 21 minutes or so. <laughs> And we do apologize. We understand it's probably insensitive to somebody, but also I got pretty good pop out of it. So,
6: yeah,
1: and it happens. Love for you to laugh. Sorry. <laughs> we do apologize. Yeah, it happens. So, both what Cat Williams said mm-hmm. and what government papers said. That's court, right. F- court filings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, poor little tink tink sign up. The- <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> tink tink tink. <laughs> There's 42,000 people watching this right now. That's good. Good. Good lord! Can't wait to see how many we pissed off with that whole thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hopefully, all oh, we didn't kill him, you know. Her or
2: her? her. Yeah. No. Is he still alive?
1: Oh yeah. He's in jail, right? Oh yeah. Do they get? Do they have? He does not get metal ones, obviously. Do they have like a spork version of those? Yeah, no, he has, like,
3: styrofoam. He has to just nub around the. Uh, mess hall they gave it to him originally
1: they made shivs out of it
2: he didn't just get like two peg legs like a pirate that'd be sweet that'd
3: be
1: sick yeah I hope that happened for him
3: can't risk it
2: that's what they should do they should just weld his nubs
4: onto like skateboards and just let him (laughs) just fly around that place
0: (laughs) good lord scan yeah. Weld
1: him. He's just skiing.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with he has like instead of like a paddle, he's got a uh, plunger on the so it can stick to the concrete <laughs> <Yeah>. floor.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he's gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if any of that's true.
0: No. no. They use them to un- Skate- <laughs> un- <clog>
1: the
2: <laughs> Skateboards is a great idea. <laughs> right? Or like a hoverboard. Hey, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you clog the fucking I still
1: don't honestly we though. are massive Olympic fans.
2: Here. love the Olympics.
1: If you follow our show during the just wait, by the way. Uh-huh. Just wait until you hear our take on the Olympics. It is.
3: That take you had on Nathan Chen was incredible. Oh, spot, spot on. on. Mm-hmm.
1: Spot on. Wait till you hear us talk about the Olympics. We love it. I still to this day think Pistorius had quite an advantage over everybody else. Yeah. As the races went on, he was like the feel-good story of it all, mm-hmm. and he weren't allowed to say it. You know, but he was clearly cheating. He had zero chance of a calf cramp and Achilles blowing mm-hmm. out. Anything happened on his foot? What are you laughing about? real. They, they were tightening his fucking thing yeah. up. As he, was, he was getting better. His legs were getting better as Rev he was it up. That fucker was flying. It was an incredible story. It was. I was so incredibly impressed by yeah. it. But I was, I was wondering about what all the other sprinters were probably thinking. Like, oh, yeah, I got a cramp in the middle of my foot during the last 200 meter or whatever. Like, that, that didn't, this guy, like, they that was probably happening. So then he kills his girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then everybody was allowed to come out and say that. So yeah. that's good.
4: Well, and, you know, before he was running, you know, he was out there in, like, the time trials. And they had him, he was fucking pole vaulting without the pole and the high jump. Just yeah. bouncing off those things and flying right. 400 <laughs> feet into the air. That can't work. And landing safely on the thing. It's like, hey, yeah. this guy has got, you know. This is a disadvantage okay? so No one else can shoot. jump 600 feet into the air
1: We will say though Incredibly motivating story Absolutely yeah. motivating. Okay Motivating Inspiring Well You can accomplish Literally anything If you put your mind to it With enough work ethic You just can't Kill
2: Your fiance
1: <laughs> No you can't well, Kind t- of a
2: dipshit too When you think about it Cause like Why not be the greatest Paralympian of all time is Yeah there, like, that's what That's what our
1: big thing was like I feel like Don't use your metal limbs To do it either you know, I can't mm. do it in jail We did find out earlier in
3: the... Think we'll about put... speed skating
1: Could you imagine him And Apollo oh Anton Oh my and god
3: Apollo
1: Anton and With those massive Fucking quads mm-hmm. oh. You ever see them
5: Oh they yeah do? Yeah
1: Look like Saquon Barkley You imagine they Ground and pound you At your little fight club Apollo Anton oh, shows yeah. up He gets those things Around you pal <laughs>
0: well, he doesn't He's fucking anymore. just walking them in Pop he he your head like, He has you know a watermelon He doesn't he Stop yeah. going doesn't Jay Glazer's down.
1: back I saw him He's in snow in uh, Los Angeles
0: Yep
5: no, I think he's on vacation right now. It's his birthday. Shout out. Have happy a birthday, birthday, Jay! Jay. Yeah, he's
0: with, with Strahan in the Galapagos. I think I so. saw.
1: Is that where it's at? Let's take a break. AJ Hawk will be on the other side. I'm happy we covered everything. We got it off our chest. Uh-huh. We don't know if any of the things we said in that first hour were, were true. Pure speculation. JJ Watt is retired. Yeah, next. that was true. Allegedly from his tweet. Mm-hmm. Colts aren't good. Also true.
2: Might be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah.
1: Might get number one pick.
2: Yeah. yeah. Might never be good again.
1: This Is the right year to have the number one pick too? I've been told so. Yeah, because yeah, sure. they have
2: that bona fide Trevor Lawrence in the draft.
1: Let's get to a uh, let's get to a break. The fingerprints <laughs> of the gods. <laughs> I, can't. I was trying to find some positive to say about the Colts there to wrap it up, so we mm-hmm. can kind of go out on a high note. Everything I was about to say, my brain was counteracting with nah, not with what you just heard last night. Nah, not what you just heard. You said heard the halftime m- show was sweet. Yeah, good halftime show. Good halftime show. Cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. had Jabberwocky-type costumes on. Mm -hmm. They had lights on them. Drum bit. And they did a full holiday.
2: It looked like an America's Got
1: Talent type. That's pretty sweet. Only half the stadium could watch it, though. That was something we started nitpicking a little bit because the back had no lights on it. So the front had lights. Uh So if you're looking from the front, cool. Back had really no upside other than be a part of the show, download the Colts app, Push join light show.
2: Right. Was it like this?
1: Pew pew, pew pew, 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 oh. pew, 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 pew. Yeah, no sound, though,
2: no sound. But it was like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: anthem was sweet too anthem all the saxophone
1: yeah. oh. all the music Trey Daniels is uh, old buddy's name I do believe if Zito showed me the right name and I'm remembering it correctly right now we should have let off the show with him saxophone national anthem proper amount of sauce mm-hmm. Okay. proper amount of sauce not, not too much not too much let's not get crazy it was a proper anthem. Proper amount. Of, had the whole stadium. Woo!
0: Oh, yeah. During yeah. the
1: whole thing. Even Jeff Saturday showed up on a big tr- uh, jumbotron. Screen's in the corner. We'll stop calling them jumbotrons. Sure. Yeah. The screen's in the corner. Yep. Jeff Saturday gets shown. You know, they do shots around there. Jeff's, all right, man. <laughs> About the guy on the sax, as everybody else was. Incredible show off the field yesterday. Blue hit the throw. Oh, yeah. Chris Kringle hit the fucking anvil. Oh. oh, yeah. They had a better Santa wearing a blue Santa costume. Also in yeah. Santa. Claus hit the anvil. Yeah, Chris Kringle did. No. Fucking three of times. Bang. Bang. Yeah, he's on vacation now.
0: Yeah, there's your problem. Guy just got done. I mean, you're making him work the day after Christmas.
2: No days off for Santa, Tony. He gets a week.
1: He does get a
0: week.
2: Nope.
1: Not now. People are recreating at a rapid rate. You think... Santa used to be able to breathe a little bit. He's right back on that naughty nice list. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But he hit the anvil because he fucking want to bring some Hollywood spirit. I get that. Yeah,
0: first day. Got
1: the Chargers in the playoffs. Yeah, you he know. did. It's very nice. First time. That's, my, my that's Santa.
0: Awesome. Paul Giamatti gets a week after. Gets a week break.
1: Well, little Santa is bouncing boot to boot still. That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> a great point. Why the hell would he take it? All right, let's off? get
1: to hour two. This show sucks. Here's Jeff. Up, hey,
2: hi, Pat. Hey, good to see my friend. Hey, uh Wait, I should probably co-coach oh, oh, the team oh. trying to score some points. Never mind.
1: Hey, baby Jeff. Hey, hey, baby. I was in stop hey, baby Jeff. baby Jeff. baby Jeff. Hey, 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 what
6: up, hey. Jeff. On, Come on. Can hey. I get a burger? Uh oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Never
1: mind. I'll go coach. He almost hit uh sweet lady right there who's been oh. security for the Colts Stadium for a long time. What up, Jeff? Hey, the what little, up, little banana cut.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: Heading your way. Ah,
1: fuck. Got to coach. <laughs> Joining us live from in Ohio is a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, father of 10, A.J. Hawk. Yeah! A.J. Thank you so much for joining us on this Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Greg Joseph will be joining us in six minutes, so don't need you to lead into that or whatever. <laughs> we have nothing but time here. Six minutes is a lot of time. I don't know if it's enough time, but I think it's a proper amount of time mm-hmm. to go ahead and give you kind of the floor yeah. because there was massive news broke this morning on Twitter whenever J.J. Watt tweeted that his son's first ever game COA uh, will be his last ever home game and said thank you to everybody and we're like, oh shit, J.J. Watt's retiring and that's kind of how he wanted. be. About announcing this which is i think pretty epic yeah, that sweet. it's not some grand production it's not this massive ordeal it's just a tweet saying hey i appreciate you all this is gonna happen would like to let everybody know what a run for a guy what a player what a face of the league there for a while four or five years aq and i were just chatting about best player in football
2: by far
1: he was defense all feints, blocking kicks on special teams. Obviously raised $41.6 for charity for the city of Houston after Hurricane Harvey became the face of the city of Houston. I don't necessarily think he needed it or wanted it, but was okay with the title because everything that came alongside being number 99 for Houston. Goes to Arizona. I think a lot of us thought that maybe it was going to be able to be a change of pace for the Cardinals. Maybe they're going to be able to get over the hump, have real success, bring in the J.J. Watt. Haven't been able to do that. Don't think one player t- 10 players, 20 players would have been able to do that with everything happening over there. But what a run, what a career. The all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, uh, A.J. Hawk, what are your thoughts on J.J. Watt and his contributions to the National Football League, A.J.? uh,
7: The first question I would have, like, where would the Houston, Texas organization be if J.J. wasn't there? If they didn't draft him and he didn't just... Go on a tear for eight, nine years in a row, it seems like, over there.
1: Yeah, and everybody's going to say, well, they're not really in a good spot now. And they traded away DeAndre Hopkins well, for a bag of balls. And J.J. opted out of his final year of his contract when they were in the middle of a transition. And I know they just got a big-time win over the Titans. And they were close with the Chiefs and close with the Cowboys. But their franchise is in a bad spot. But they're in a bad spot because just... A few years back, they were competing for the AFC South. They were in the playoffs. They were making runs, which is back to your point. J.J. definitely, as he got bigger and better, the Texans franchise as a whole did the same, correlating perfectly alongside of it, A.J.
7: Yeah, and we've talked about it on here in the past. Like, yeah, you go play the Texans back then. J.J.'s on every page of the program. And, like, he's not asking for that to happen. But, yeah, he just – he was the team. Like, he was the squad. And they can move him around, too. I think that's what made him so special, like – He's very versatile and dynamic. Yeah, he's going to line up inside a D-tackle, but he could pop out to end. Might stand up in a two-point. Like you said, pick up, I mean, interceptions, picks, everything this dude did. Like, right there, I was in that game. Like, this guy took over. I remember oh. when, he, when he did that, when he did the belt right there. I was like, all right, well,
1: we know this dude's a dude, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he did the belt in and through the belt. Mm-hmm. Right? And that, was a, that was one of those things I think, like, we learned from Mike Dupps. Is that J.J.? Is talking a heavy amount of shit to himself, to other people, to his teammates. He's an animated character. I feel like he thought it was an emotional game, an emotional sport, and he, you know, kind of epitomized all of it. AQ, he ever talk shit to you? You ever say like, "Your your arms way too short. Yeah. There ain't no way you're gonna be
5: able to beat me, Paul." I don't remember, but man, I remember how good he was. I mean, I, listen, it's it's funny. I remember like. We were getting ready to play him, and I think the week before they played the Patriots, and they were using fucking tennis rackets. Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. greatest coach of all time, was using tennis rackets to simulate him swatting the, the ball. JJ slide. slide. I mean, that's never been done before. Like, when did you ever just like use props to fucking demonstrate what a player is going to do in practice? Right. Well, there was that one time the Colts they had that uh, the robotic
1: tackling dummy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. you remember that? I do. Oh yeah, that's still around. Man. We were the first, though. There's actually an article written about how the Colts are the first NFL team to utilize the robotic tackling dummy. That fucker get rolling, like oh, 13, 14 uh, miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. Elusive. Tearing ACL. Covered a kickoff in practice. Really? I covered, almost killed Tom McMahon. <laughs> Tom McMahon was standing down at the end talking to the returner. That thing came flying in full speed. Whoever was controlling it, I don't know if they were fucking with Tom or just couldn't get to stop as quick. That thing took Tom McMahon out big time. I mean, oh, just geez. legs <laughs> up from underneath him, it's gone. Then he moved it over to like another tackling joke. But I get your point. Get my point. The respect was still there.
5: It was unbelievable.
1: No human could potentially showcase what this JJ SWAT is. We got to practice. It. Congrats to him. That's fucking crazy. He did it via that tweet, though. Yeah, Isn't yeah. Isn't it? I wonder
7: what. Terrible. I wonder the timing, like why he didn't just wait till the end or like. I don't know. He had a hell of a game, though, so why not? I know they didn't win, but it was all over the
1: place. His last few games, he's been dominant. And right, yeah. we talked about this a little bit ago. If he knew he was going to retire, and the way he talked about his uh, his child mm-hmm. in the messages we've kind of sent back and forth since him finding out that I'm you know, going to have a child and everything like that, the messages that he sent about how he felt whenever he saw his, everything like that, it was. it seems like he is ready and excited to be fucking – you know, full-time dad you know what i mean like very excited to live his life but if you're gonna go out you know you'd like people to remember hey game wrecker
6: yeah
2: still got let's it.
1: remember game yeah. wrecker and also not just uh fans you know coaches mm-hmm. to remember you know week 10 comes around two years from now yeah you know mm-hmm. and there's uh there's a run there's a thought like you remember jj's last couple games oh yeah still had the uh, He's been rested now for a little bit, still got it. And I'm not saying he's doing that business-wise to hedge on it, but it is nice to go off in the sunset with others thinking you still got it and you still thinking you still got it. Because I'm not saying that he ever questioned it, but what he's been doing these last – I mean, he did this three times. Same move, two different dudes, same result every time. Tackle for loss. Uh, this guy's doing his fucking nice. 12 years in. He's still doing it his is, thing. It's, it's nice to remember, I assume.
0: It's kind of a shame because I saw it happen last year when Ben – there was like two games left and Ben said, hey, this is pretty much my last thing. And then he got the send-off at home. It's it's a shame that JJ doesn't get like a send-off in Houston because that would have been just as special, I think, like as Ben's last game in Hines was last year. Yeah, I year.
1: wonder if he'll, you think he'll he'll have to. They'll put a statue of him oh, up yeah. there in
0: Houston. Retired. Yeah, he'll um, go back, re- get ring of honor, number face. retired, everything. Yeah.
1: You think he'll punch no, himself in the nose? Right
0: no, no. The statue should have a bloody face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's like instead of water yeah. pouring out, they should just have died. yeah, dyed blood or real blood the entire time.
1: Hell yeah! Oh, a fountain.
0: Yeah, That'd be Is it going to be yeah. him
1: dancing? You think, or is it going to be him doing the squat? <sighs> what do you think mm, it's going to be? Good question. Fleshing, maybe? Yeah, that. Maybe in the. Him maybe in a,
7: they'll recreate the uh, the the frozen lake. The salute.
1: Oh, him sitting in there. Yeah, yeah. dude, I've seen him.
5: He the salute, it's right? It's big now.
7: People love sa- like you know infrared saunas and cold tubs now. Dude, he fucking
1: touchdown, okay? touchdown, woo! Doing the whole thing. Here's the bench. Runs back. This is the bench right here. Jumps up on the fucking bench, metal bench on cleats to the crowd like this. The whole place was just going. He was literally a maestro for the whole fucking city at times. Houston, if he was to go back there, obviously, he never wanted to leave. It would go crazy. I don't know how they're going to be able to get a team good enough to, you know, perform in a fashion. that would be worthy of a J.J. Watt retirement ceremony there. But congrats to J.J. Helverker. Baby, J.J. Good work, J.J. Um, AJ, your thoughts on last night's game? The Chargers are in the playoffs. Justin Herbert's going to get the opportunity to shine in the most watched games and the most important games that is his playoffs for the first time in his career. Brandon Staley in the playoffs for the first time in his career as a head coach. Congrats to the whole team over there putting in a lot of work. Ownership. Tom Telesco going all in, bringing in key pieces on the defensive side. Have had injuries. Now they're in the playoffs. Twenty to three last night on the road in Indianapolis against a team that gets paid money to play surprisingly if you're watching it they do uh dominant win going into the playoffs what are your thoughts on the chargers aj i
7: I like the Chargers. obviously i like what justin herbert is able to do and austin eckler just scores touchdowns whenever you turn a game on no question it feels like we should you said two plus should have done what two touchdowns for eckler it was talked about
1: but I, I didn't want that type of bad. I mean, mojo. you could do
7: that with everyone. Every single time we don't hit, uh-huh. we could easily go back like,
1: oh, we should have done this, should have done that. Well, Dion Jackson getting introduced as a starter on the offense. First player <laughs> yeah. intro. Yeah. First player intro. At AJ, you hear me? Yeah. Light yeah. show. Lights down. Music blaring. Intros taking place. Your starting offense for this evening, number thirty-five, out of Duke,
0: Dion Jackson. Hey. I mean, have you have, have you come to the conclusion on why that happened? Why that happened? Well, I mean, you've told the truth about the team this year on this program. They know what the Super Boost was. They introduced him first on purpose, and then they gave him no carries on purpose.
1: <sighs> Jeff. That could potentially be happening. I don't know if Jeff Saturday's doing that, but... It feels like the Colts no, season. No, that
0: didn't come from Jeff.
1: It was certainly smack right in the mouth, it felt like. But I don't know why he wasn't in there. A super boost should have hit. All I take away from it is <laughs> a lot of good players on that Colts team. You're reminded whenever you see him live in warm-ups walking around. You're like, that's a fucking all pro. That's a pro bowl. That's a pro bowl. That guy's built good. That guy's... Why does the team stink? We don't know. Let's pivot to a team that is very good this year, and people are just going to have to understand that when a team can win, even in their days in which they don't play the greatest, that is maybe the best Trait to have yeah. as a team in this team, number two in the NFC right now, mm. winning games whenever they're down 33 zip at halftime. Ooh. This past weekend, beating the New York Giants on a last second field goal of 61 yards. <laughs> the man who kicked that ball is the kicker for the red hot Minnesota Vikings team, ladies and gentlemen. Out of FAU,
3: Greg Joseph.
1: Yay, Greg. What's up, man?
3: What's up? How you doing, Pat?
1: Okay, so you're, we looked into this. You're from South Africa. Is, you, is, yeah. the, is the South African accent something that you still very strong? Because I saw you went to high school in America, right? Did you lose yeah. the accent? Do you still have the accent? And how many people, as soon as you speak it, get it right or wrong with where you're from?
3: So, no accent. Um, I, moved to the, I moved to Florida when I was seven. So, my mom said within three months of school, accent was gone. Um, so I got a couple texts leading up to this about um, you thinking I was going to have an accent. So can't have it starting off on the wrong foot so I have to just uh, let you down easy right there. No, no accent. Um, and uh, yeah, no one really can tell I'm from South Africa or anything, but whole family. Um, parents have the accent, uh, accent uh, grandparents have the accent and everything like that.
1: So, by the way, you didn't let us down. No. Proud of you, man. Happy for you living your own life, being whoever you are. We apologize just for immediately judging and we're a part of the problem aren't we yeah, yeah absolutely we're a part of the problem we read your wikipedia
0: yeah. johannesburg holy yep. shit he's gonna sound exactly like So, bro, it's a real shame kicked your accent i can't kick my accent it's so much i've been trying to do this but it's
3: all good Bru.
1: is that what a south african accent sounds like that was our only preface coming into this thing is that is that anywhere near what your parents sound like
3: no, a bit more Australian than what my parents sound like, right there. <laughs> disrespectful. Whoa,
0: come on. You disrespect. I've been told it's more New Zealand, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, anyways, we appreciate you joining us. Congrats on being a success story. Obviously, anybody that makes it to the NFL is awesome, especially when you're from another country coming in. Learn about football. I assume as a child, you always played soccer, and you just had a massive leg. How did you kind of stumble upon becoming a kicker who now has a 61-yard game winner in his record books in the NFL?
3: Yeah, it's just the uh, you know the typical kind of story. A high school soccer player, um, you know, played. Uh travel and thought uh i was going to go to college for it and football coach walks out says hey you're one of the one of the bigger kids um you want to try out for the football team you want to start kicking some footballs and um my buddy had done it previously so i said absolutely why not and uh, let's go for it and haven't uh you know kind of blinked and now now i'm here haven't uh, looked back since hell
6: yeah good
7: to H- say. how do you like your, your journey in the nfl has been an interesting one like as kickers how do you Maintain confidence and continue to to believe in what you can do. And obviously, you're showing now in the field like what you can do, and you're a monster.
1: To follow up with what AJ's saying: Miami Dolphins 2018, Cleveland Browns 2018, Panthers 2019, Titans 2019, Bucks Jeez. 2020, Minnesota Vikings last year and this year. Now, just to put a little context to the answer that he's about to give, because that's a really good question, AJ.
3: Yeah, yeah it's a great question, and um, I'm I'm thankful for it. You know, no one wants to get cut, no one wants to have that feeling, but um, the journey's the journey and I wouldn't change mine for the world. So I had just known that I was so new to kicking, you know, even in college, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just, uh, you know, working hard. Yep. So, um, I knew that, you know, after I got cut after my rookie year by the Browns or, um, let go by the Titans that I hadn't really reached my ceiling yet. So I just go back to work, go back to the drawing board and go from there. And, uh, you know, I love it here in Minnesota. We have a great building, great people. And, um, it's just, a. Uh, you know I don't even think I'm, I'm there yet I still have more work to put in because I have levels that I still you know and goals I still want to hit um but journey's been journey's been pretty crazy and uh, pretty cool in the same breath
1: what you work on what you get better at plant foot ball ball contact what are you working on mostly
3: um probably ball contact and the immediate follow through for sure what
1: were you doing you're pulling too quick huh
3: Um, yeah, and then if I wasn't pulling too quick, then, you know, trying to get under, sometimes I catch a little more ground than I want.
1: when did you find, did you find it in one workout that it just kind of clicked and your body said, okay, this is what we got to do? Or was it like a series?
3: Yeah, it was probably, you know, um, it wasn't probably one workout. It was, you know, just over time, just working on it and working on it. And, um, you know, with the help of coaches and eyes that can see kicking, you know, like um, Justin Medlock is a coach of mine. Uh, Oh yeah. He's awesome dude. um yeah UCLA legend uh sees in a way that not many other people see it so I always um you know send film to him and pick his brain and uh you know along with many others but um he's a awesome guy that's been by my side throughout the whole ride
1: he was punter kicker I think both I think right wasn't he
3: I don't know if he punted but definitely um all-american I drafted the chiefs and um and had a had a great career up in Canada
1: I think he was unbelievable at both. None left. great name. Hey, shout out Medlock, dude. Hey, I appreciate you too, Medlock. I used to watch your film. Whenever you hit that 61-yarder, you know it's good distance-wise. That's no problem at all. You just had to hit a contact. Yeah. You just had to make solid contact and you were good?
3: That's all I was, you know, focused on. I had my aiming point. It went right down my line. And so once I looked up and saw it on that line, I, um, you know, uh, felt good and knew it, was, uh, knew it was good and then just watched it through.
1: Did you black out afterwards or...? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, blacked out. You know how it is, blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, not really one to uh to uh, run away from my lineman and celebrate, but I think Ryan pushed me, and then I was like, well, let's go for a jog and um try to try to pull a little Ronaldo celebration.
1: <laughs> yeah, I respect it a lot, dude. Not a lot of people have a 61 yard game win, 61 yarder in game, enough let alone 61-yard game winner, that matters, right? I mean, your team is hot right now. The Vikings are hot right now. You were there last year. You're there this year. What have you seen from the team from a kicker's perspective? You know what I mean? We get to kickers, punters, and I was always – fascinated by the fact that tv people are never interested in what the kickers or punters had to say we're front row in every team meeting every practice we're in there for the post game and if you're having a good season and you're a kicker or punter it doesn't matter if the team's having a good season or not like you're in there you're riding their wave what has it been like with koc you think versus maybe last year and why do you think this team's having so much success
3: i think just because i mean how close we are you know and not just trying to say that to say that but everyone in that locker room is positive everyone's got each other's back and the atmosphere that um, KO has created you know and cultivated it's it's unbelievable from the first day he walked in um, and told him and he told us excuse me what he wanted to put together as a team and who he's looking for um, you know as a man man to have in the locker room and who he is as a man he has stuck to it so I've a huge amount of respect for him in that aspect and then you know guys like Thielen holding everyone accountable Pat P um Eric Hendricks, uh, the list goes on of just um vets helping rookies and vets helping vets um and it's it's fun you know when um, winning games is fun and when you can do it with guys that you've truly bonded with and you're and you're close with um it's a uh, it's a blessing and you know then taking a step back it's for just from this past weekend um I'm just happy I was able to able to help the team and help those guys you know because uh It's a grateful is just something that, you know, I've been feeling lately, extremely grateful and just a, a blessing. So. I'm happy to do it for this team. And it makes me work harder. You know, makes I think everyone in that locker room just work harder and harder for each other.
1: Yeah. It's nice to contribute, right? You feel like, Hey, I got my opportunity to contribute to this incredible group. And I showed up for them. It's like, it's a fulfilling feeling. And also I think everybody's getting a chance to witness that you're all one of them every single time you step on the field, that whole team being tight is such a value. You have anybody just late to meetings over there, ever team meetings, just showing up late, not showing up at all.
3: No, not, no. Um, not really at all. And yeah, that, you, does, that, <laughs> doesn't that,
1: uh, that doesn't happen. Like that, that, uh, There's some things like that that happen in other places, and you know that. You've been around to a lot of different buildings in your short career. I hope everybody over there, and we're assuming they are because of how veteran-led your team is, like, man, what you guys have right now fucking – Hold it as near and dear as you possibly can. Let's take advantage of it because everybody's looking for it. Ty has a question for you, Greg. Greg, growing up in
4: Florida, and obviously you've played in some cold weather cities now. But have you completely acclimated to having to like kick outside for a couple weeks? Like, I assume your confidence obviously is through the roof right now. But is it a little bit of a mental mind fuck when you go from playing, you know, and kicking indoors this week, and then next week you guys are in Green Bay? Like, does that ch- does that change anything mentally for how you're preparing going into the game?
3: No, no, I'll just uh, I'll just prepare outside, you know, um, obviously it's it's cold here, too, and we'll be practicing outdoor this week. So I'm just going to prepare um, the same way I would for any other game, you know, and just prepare in the in the climate that we're going to play in.
1: Yeah, it's going to suck. Like everybody mm-hmm. just yeah, yeah it's going <laughs> su- yeah, to suck for everybody that has to do it. But- Can you tell me, can you tell me about Ryan Wright a little bit? This rookie out of Tulane who murders footballs. This guy, I remember I called I think I called a punt that he, uh, Mm -hmm. he had on a Thursday night game. I think they're playing Houston. He hit like a 70 some yarder out of bounds in the fourth. I want bananas for him. Now he's doing the same thing for you guys. This guy's unbelievable, Greg. Unbelievable. What's he like as a human?
3: Good kid. You know, um, good kid, open to learning, um, you know, athlete of, uh, we've seen him sling it you know over in london okay. um and i thought he was bsing us when he was saying you know he was a three-star quarterback coming out but he can launch the ball um, a
1: baby Ryan.
3: yeah he can he can launch the ball obviously with his foot or his or his arm and uh yeah um puts in the work you know as uh takes learning you know helps he's getting help for, like from depot and i where we can help him but he's uh he's doing well he's confident in what he does and um, it's showing hell
1: yeah Hey, do
7: you have any idea if your coach was, uh, was offended when uh, he was called what? Harry Potter. Is that, Harry is that right? Styles. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Styles yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's much different. Harry Styles, absolute superstar. <laughs> do you
1: have any idea if he was offended or he thought that was a compliment?
3: I have no, no, I have no idea. So, so no comment there.
1: Ah, uh, smart Greg. Keep doing it. Keep enjoying it. I hope the <laughs> locker room continues to be tight. I hope you guys continue to play great. It's been fun to watch. Congrats on everything, buddy.
3: Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. And, uh, keep doing what you guys doing i love seeing the positivity and the fun you guys have here
1: greg our show sucks all right <laughs> you, you you keep going we appreciate you. you're you an american dream story greg you need to know that minnesota vikings kicker manna just hit a 61 yard game winner not a lot of people could say that greg joseph thank yeah, you so greg. yeah i knew it was in as soon as, soon as we, i saw uh-huh. it <laughs> yeah Right online. online and I just blacked out. Yeah, I mean, I probably I lost my mind. What do you want for me? That's a long ball. That is a very. Hey, very... would
7: you be offended when they put a guy back to return it?
1: Oh yeah, I don't know if that would happen. I figured
7: that from sixty-one though. I mean, it makes sense from sixty-one.
1: Yeah. So for me, I've always been a, and this is probably why I never became an NFL kicker. Really, um, I was never gonna miss short. Okay, you're gonna see me miss left or oh, miss yeah. right, but nobody's gonna be able to hang over my head that I miss short. Now, in doing that. There were certainly some kicks that probably weren't hit as clean, you know, as they probably could have been or should have been. Uh so they're just doing what they gotta do. But yeah, I I had a mentality, and it sounds like him, he's not worried about somebody being back there. That just means they get a less person to put pressure on the kick, which is even better. Maybe add a little half a second to see the ball a little bit more. What a kicker, what a run. Minnesota Vikings have the football gods on their side. Have to remember that. And it sounds like they're doing everything right behind the scenes. That's that's great to hear about that team loving each other and all the vets holding the vets accountable and all the young guys accountable. I love hearing that, AJ.
7: <laughs> I do too, but I, I'm wondering, like, aren't they underdogs against the Packers? Yeah. What, how is that or why is that, do you think? Why yeah, do you I think the, the odds are underdogs a couple times?
0: Uh, are Lions, Cowboys. So they don't they trust both them? them. The, the Vikings? The bookmakers
7: mm-hmm.
2: still don't trust the Vikings? No. Yeah, it feels like they just know when an egg might be coming because that Cowboys mm-hmm. line was weird and then they lost 40-3. And the Lions, they won as well.
1: Oh, yeah, they have a pretty good beat on the Vikings, you're saying? Feels that way. Um, let's get to a break. On the other side, let's do In the Trenches. Hell, yeah. I love In the Trenches. Let's go. You excited for that or what? Yeah, let's go. Do so we have enough time, you think? I think so.
2: I, I didn't even know. I was still awake. I thought he was taking. <laughs> I asked him if
1: you want to ask Greg Joseph a question. He said. Weren't they teammates? Huh? Oh. Yeah. Kicker. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Yep. Okay. Wow. We
2: forgot There's to ask him so many- Pistorius. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. All I right. thought you could ask him Well, about he didn't that. have the accent. I wanted to ask him which did.
5: Harry Potter was his favorite. That was a good... One that was a good well, leader. it was wrong
1: quote, though. It was Harry Styles.
5: Yeah, what's his favorite yeah. Harry Styles song? Did you
1: bury... Ke- that was a... You were burying Kevin O'Connell there?
2: Not even close. I-, I honestly wasn't sure which Harry it was. Yeah, two respective legends. I mean, Potter was yeah, you know, one of on the now. greatest wizards of all time, and Harry Styles is a
1: doubt. Yeah, but... Like, I'm surprised you didn't go, like... <laughs> uh, do you think Kevin O'Connell, basically, like, is he offended by being called Jared Fogle? Like, that's yeah, that's almost how he... That's year. not at all.
7: That's not even close to what is I... What I, know he, I know it's vastly Jared different. Jared Fogle has no... I know you're always toxic, but I would, and you always have Fogel on your mind, but I would not have <laughs> ever used Fogle in that situation. <laughs> I know you were in a VIP section with him once, oh, so... That
1: guy, was, that guy was living a dream. Yeah, he was. Did that he have the getting, jeans
7: with him? Did he bring the big jeans?
1: No, everybody knew. Yeah. He didn't have yeah. to do that little song and dance in public, because everybody knew who he was. Yep. That guy was getting bottles comped, mm-hmm, living yeah. his best life.
2: Did, they, did you just and say he was Vogel?
1: What a most disgusting yeah, guys what of a all fucking time. piece of shit that guy was. Just but it's a good reminder, though. Look at yeah, check yeah.
2: everybody. Mm-hmm.
1: Look at you know, yeah. Vogel's in the club tonight.
2: Send him a bottle right now,
4: dude. That was happy. Yeah. yeah, that sweet <laughs> onion chicken teriyaki saved my life. Send him
2: my fucking bottle. <laughs> Need it. That's right. He's like what uh, Drake from State Farm is now.
1: That's what I'm saying. This was his life. Yep, Drake. This was Fogle's life Drake every night.
7: Him. Is hey. this a Halloween party? Is that Gavielli? Hey that's a weird haircut for you to have at the
1: time. Yeah, is that? That might have been a <laughs> Hold <actually. on. laughs> Is oh, that yeah. a bulldog
2: tattoo on the shoulder? Yeah, just like this yours. It?
1: It appears to be a pretty uh, good time me. here in Jared Fogel's life. He's living a vastly different life now. For those that don't know, Jared Fogle, former Subway um, marketing weight loss god. Yep. Yeah. Kingpin. Was just... Had computers and computers and computers worth of child porn. Loaded. To Loaded. The gills. Was traveling out over to other countries.
0: Can't have it. Do
1: a little bit more what? petty stuff.
0: Was he really? Yeah.
1: Allegedly. That's why they were flying 45 helicopters over the city yeah. of Indianapolis for Dang. three days. Yeah. Subway face goes down. He's living in a neighborhood of like 10 of my teammates up in the super rich part of town. are like, does anybody else have a fucking helicopter flying over <laughs> Oh, you think it's Fogel? I think it's Fogel. <laughs> I thought Fogel was getting, like, robbed or killed or something. It turns out, like, that whole day was a hilarious day of, like, what happened to Fogel? He got robbed? Get I can't imagine. No, Fogel's the worst guy of all time. Oh, no. Fogel was just at our house last night. No, oh, boys. my God. Fogel's was this guy's a pig. He was with our kids. That was the whole <laughs> roller coaster. Lucky to be alive through that. Not a lot of people yeah. get to experience that type True. of thing. Yeah. Kind of keeps the antennas up for the rest of the time going forward. Sandwich OJ. I don't know if we have enough time now for
2: Sandwich, OJ.
1: We can make it work. <laughs> he can do it. You feel good about that one? Kinda.
2: I just, when I thought of helicopters, <laughs> OJ And
1: I'm not saying that Harry Potter is Jared Fogle. I'm just saying the way you said it to Greg Joseph, it was like, hey, how do you think Kevin O'Connell feels that he was called? Boom. Like yeah. something terrible. Like Harry Styles was like a was massive a story. shot.
7: It was a story. In this program, we're supposed to talk about the stories.
1: You're right. And tell to stories. Be, mm-hmm. To
7: be fully transparent, I didn't really have a question when you pointed at me. Oh, so, so you're like him. With... Oh, yeah. You're like him. Yeah. So I'm not going to shake
1: you off. I'm going to answer it. Because right? you have shook me off in the past, and you so, felt like oh, a terrible yeah. person. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't
7: feel bad. No, just sometimes it just got to shake you off. Sometimes I don't have anything. Shout out Carly Lloyd.
1: That was tough. That, that was, was tough. Yeah.
2: One of one. That a was big shake
1: off. Hey, you have a American hero here. You have another question before we get out of here?
6: Yeah.
2: It's the most disrespectful. That didn't happen. Yes, it did. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. it did. Find that clip. But right now, I bet Gumby be just sent it. And it <laughs> burned in my brain. I'll yeah. never forget forever.
7: That. It was somebody else. It wasn't Carly It wasn't her. It, it was, was, Carly was Carly Lloyd. Lloyd. Uh-huh. You've
1: done it to others. Carly's not the only one. But the one that we all will remember very distinctly is American Hero Carly Lloyd. Yeah. We had a hard out. We had a hard out.
4: <laughs> not. We did not. I worry about those. Yep. And it was coming <laughs> off a very suspect first question from. him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as invested in the soccer you know, I've learned from these Ohio fucks, mm-hmm. they, like you should have heard Herbie, Herbie was during the World Cup you know, I got a chance to chat with him they almost put a shot on goal right, almost, oh my we're almost there almost yeah. just and then keep walking, you weren't all in on Carly Lloyd, that was rude of you,
7: very much yes so. I was,
1: I'd like to let Carly Lloyd know, you're welcome back anytime yeah, amen <laughs> Joining us now live from Green Bay, Wisconsin, a place in which it is cold. Playing in a game this past weekend down in Miami that had snow show up, won a game that they had to win, now staring at a future in which the playoffs are very much in front of them. Conversations were had about this man's downfall, and then what did he do? He started shaking folks for first down, cross-body throws, Sick play action Hezzy no laces to, Ladies and gentlemen The back to back NFL MVP Quarterback For the Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers yeah! hey,
8: What's up dude Hey guys How you doing Hey man uh,
1: How are you doing Let's go! We've won three straight. Vikings at home, Lions at home. Let's not look too far ahead. Everything's in front of you. Words cast spells. You've been, you've been, met, you've been putting this up. We're alive! Hey, we're alive! Yeah. We're still alive going into Week 17. The calls of your guys' downfall were obviously way too premature. How you feeling about it? You got to feel great about where you guys are.
8: I felt really good until I heard about the uh, poor ostrich who sacrificed his life for tone. No, no, no. I was actually-
5: on how much
8: I love the hat. That's a that's a beautiful hat you got there, Tone. But then when I saw the boots, and I thought about the life of that poor ostrich. But uh, ostrich look yeah, yeah. looked great. Murderer.
0: Ostrich looked great. The, whole the hat is that, the um, hat is from Taylor Luan. Thank you, Taylor. Shout out uh, Taylor Luan. And, uh, Boston, Boston. The ostrich was eating plant, and you know when things are plants, it doesn't matter. So right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: the ostrich lived a Too
8: great safe. life Thank you.
1: <laughs> anyways uh, he got, sorry he got to hugged
8: you. to death I'm sure he was hugged to death yeah. sure. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by yeah. a bear
1: yep. no 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 bear obviously we wouldn't have the boots but nonetheless <laughs> ostrich was perfectly fine yeah. the boots looked great so do the Packers you guys are sitting in a fantastic position here and I know you try to keep as much out as possible. And earlier in the year, there was conversations about, like, some of your teammates, and I think it was Jair who said, if we lose next week, then we're in real trouble. And you were like, I don't like us talking about that. But there was a lot of conversation about you guys being dead, moving on to a next chapter. Is Aaron going to get benched, traded or pulled? And now with two games left, division opponents that you know very well, you're back in control. The roller coaster this year has been wild, or have you tried to stay above it or out of it all?
8: No, it's been a wild roller coaster for sure. <laughs> I don't think you can you can't really stay uh, stay out of all of it. You're gonna hear about it one way or another, uh, whether you know through a friend or Tom Fanning or or just get a feeling of what's going on. Uh, but it's been great. A lot of a lot of really important lessons. You know, when you're winning, winning cures a lot, and it kind of glosses over sometimes some of the most important parts of this game that you got to keep intact. Uh, otherwise, uh, you eventually you'll have uh, a little bit of a down spell. We kind of went through that. Thankfully, there were a few moments that felt like maybe the rock bottom that we got through. And now we're on the other side. Now, we're not in the perfect position. The perfect position would be uh, like in 2010 when we were 8-6. and six, And uh, we had just watched uh, Deshaun Jackson with that incredible punt turn against the Giants. And we oh. knew, regardless of what happened that night against New England, we had two remaining games at home uh, against the Giants, and the bears in that year and if we just won those two we were in the playoffs so that was a little bit different scenario we came out and uh, had a great game against the giants and then won a uh, barn burner 10 to 3 against the bears to sneak in the playoffs a oh. sixth seed and the rest is kind of history this year we need a little bit of help we're all going to be uh uh bronze fans this week Hell uh, yeah. Oh, bronze. Wow. definitely uh, pulling for the browns and obviously we got to take care of our own business but i mean we got a big jump jo- uh, Jump of confidence. Uh, this last week, like I said, a lot of teams, a lot of people are probably saying, "Oh, you beat a couple bad teams, and the Bears, and the and the Rams." Whoa. You know, now see what happens when you play against a good football team. We went down to Miami, played a good football team, and <laughs> and uh, had a really nice second half. You know, end of the first half, getting points there was important. When uh, Jay Reed stripped, uh, you know, stripped the back there, recovered the fumble. We were able to get just enough yards to get in range for the uh, new all-time consecutive games. Right-
1: for Mason. Surprise, baby, Mason. Machine.
8: Machine. Machine. The bang one of his four kicks and then had a really nice uh, drive to start the second half gets get us back even. And obviously the defense came up real big in the fourth quarter, three straight interceptions, and and uh, came out of there with a big win. Hell
7: yeah. What about Alan Lazard? Uh, I don't know if you guys have had a team meeting, if you got Victory Monday, whatever's going on. He took out about half of their defense on one crack block. Like, what can you say about that and, and what that guy brings to the team? dog
8: yeah i mean he does all the dirty work he uh, he was uh, uh co-offensive player of the game uh, the previous week uh with just one catch uh, it kind of says the uh you know, how important he is to our offense and the role that he plays he does it uh, without uh you know bitching or blinking an eye or making any stink he's a receiver though receivers want the ball they want to score touchdowns they want receptions they want targets and uh alan is a consummate professional he goes about his business and does it the right way he's a great teammate and it was nice to get him some more chances in the passing game and then just you know he does what he does you know he toss that ball out i turn around next thing i see a bunch of guys on the ground and Allen over there counting one two three <laughs> you know i was kind of counting with him i couldn't believe it uh jonesy scampered down there for a big uh you know it was like a, i don't know, it was supposed like to run for us It got us back in a position to convert that first down and and uh, keep the clock moving. But that's what Alan does. He's, he's a great player for us, uh, plays an important role for us, and also had a big uh, catch and a backed up uh, go route and, and some other important plays for us as well. So love Alan. I mean, hes you can win with smart players who embrace their role and do it to the best of their abilities. Uh, that's what competitive greatness is. It's doing your best when your best is needed at all times and not... Uh, you know, letting your ego get into it, like it's so natural for all of us because we all have egos and we all want to be important parts of the game. But Alan has a great balance of doing his job, keeping his ego in check, and being an incredible teammate. And I think he deserves uh, all the respect and credit that uh, that is is due to him.
1: Hell yeah! Is this what you guys do? Hell yeah! You do this? Yeah,
8: thing. ATT baby, ATT. <laughs> yeah. Hell
1: yeah! I don't know what it means. Could be a lot of things. It means,
8: at the, it means at the top. I think it's not some sort of. Uh, half Illuminati
6: symbol.
8: What? Why?
1: That's not real, right?
8: No, nah, of course not.
1: All yeah. right, let's move on. Uh, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that's amazing! There's so many articles just immediately are about to get Aaron Rodgers mentioned. So. Yeah. <laughs> ATT does not mean that. To. Uh, it's fascinating. But let's talk about your team seemingly getting healthy at the right time too. Are, are we wrong in that? Is Is there a chance Bach comes back? But Dobbs is back making plays for you. Saw Coby make some plays. Christian Watson obviously coming into his own. AJ is becoming this powerful back to knee. Feels like on the offensive side. And I, I, I'm sure you know the defense side as well. Right time of year, you guys are starting to click. Is it because of health? What do you think it is because of?
8: Well, I think it is a big part of that. I mean, obviously, we lost Rashawn Sean Gary midseason. He's not coming back. Uh, but we've gotten a lot of guys back. Now, we had a couple of our major playmakers come out of the game on Sunday. Christian uh, got a little banged up. And, and Keyshawn, who's been, you know, I mean, you can't, unbelievable, uh, you can't talk enough about the impact that he's had for us. Uh, in the return how about game. coming
1: it's, out? How about coming out and having the ball in the six or whatever going in? Oh after, my, how nice never, is that? How nice is that?
8: It's never happened. I don't think we've had a return for a touchdown since. I mean, I think we've had one in all my time, uh, a return for a touchdown on a kickoff, uh, and that was Randall Cobb back in 2011. But this play is incredible. You know, like obviously, you know, nice job with the blocking. But Key is so slippery when he gets out in the open field. And he's fast enough to uh, to outrun a lot of guys, even some of his own teammates. It looks like on some of this play, but um, but yeah, I love Key. He's again, you know, like Allen, you can win with smart, tough players who embrace their role and do it consistently at a really high level, and that's what Key does. And he also brings his edge, you know, this trash talking edge. This uh, and I, again, I'm going to say this competitive greatness. You know, he uh, is willing to put his body on the line every single week to play, and I just. Uh, you know, I just saw him uh, today when I was in there and, uh, you know, he came out of the game, but I think he's going to try and play this week. So that's just the type of guy that he is. Yeah. Uh, as far as Bach goes, uh, you know, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to jinx him or anything. He's my card buddy. And I'm sure if I say something that gets back to him, he's going to be bitching about it for the two minutes and 23 seconds, you know, we drive down <laughs> to practice. But um, I feel confident that uh, he's going to be, uh, practicing this week and, and hopefully trending towards playing.
1: Here we oh, go! He Bach! <laughs>
8: Guess who's Bach?
1: Bach, Bach again! Bach, again. Bach, Bach is Bach! Bach. Tell Bach a friend Bach is Bach! Bach is Bach! Bach. Bach. Bach, Bach is Bach. Bach, Bach is Buck. That's awesome. These are big games, Bach. Excited you're back there. God's, Congrats on the uh, appendicitis appendectomy recovery. We've been told his was super serious. There's different levels of appendicitis and yeah. appendectomies and everything. His was at the ho- top level. He's had a rough year of rehab. Two years, I guess. Rehab, recovery, think you're back, you're not back. Mentally, physically, he's been through it. These are two big games. Excited he's trending towards being... Congrats, Buck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bach. Bach. Uh, Ty has a question for you, Aaron.
4: Yeah, Aaron, I know you've talked about it with us a bunch before, but how important is Big Dog to the team just in general? Like, I mean, he obviously, he scores the touchdown, but then that massive, I mean, you just putting it into a fucking bucket to him down the sideline there in the third quarter, like, how, how much fun is it playing with him, one? And also, like, how important is he to the team in general? Because everyone knows, you know, he, he's not really showing up that much on the stat sheet. But anytime we hear from you or anyone else, it's like, hey, we we couldn't do any of the things that we want to do without this guy.
8: That's true. I mean, he's such an important uh, important person for us uh, in the organization. You know, it's more than just a player. It's his leadership. It's the way he goes about his business. It's his professionalism. You know, I'll tell you a few stories. Uh, one, you know, Matt was asking me this week. Uh, you know, what he, you know, what maybe need to be said to the team. And he was, you know, with all the, you know, Christmas and, and uh, Christmas Eve and family and different things, there was, you know, there's always, uh, as coaches call it, you know, distractions, uh, you know, that can come up. And, and I, and, you know, I said, uh, well, have Big Dog break it down Saturday. Just because whenever Big Dog speaks, everybody listens. There's only been a few players like that over the course of my career. I mean, Charles Woodson was definitely that. Julius Pepper is a man of few words. Every time Julius talked, everybody's like, you know, on alert, like okay, what's yeah. what's what be saying? You know? Yeah, and that's how big dog is, and that's, that's it's an important role for us. And then any chance we get to give him a few opportunities is awesome. I thought that play we had in the goal line. We haven't done a lot of goal line personnel uh, over the last few years. It's just kind of gone away from them. They're just not less and less teams are running kind of big people down there. that kind of want to go small and and uh, and keep you from a goal line uh, you know defense coming in the game. Uh, but I really like that play. We had Tyler Davis on the on the front side in the fly motion, kind of bringing at least one guy and some eyes back to the back side with some just you know old school play here. We're sending the fullback in the flat and Big Dog on a little corner, and uh, because of the action and the and the fly motion, and you know we were able to get the Big Dog you know an, an easy one there, and it's awesome. You know, everybody, there's nobody who anybody's more excited about scoring than Big Dog. And then the other play, you know, it, filthy.
1: Hey. Listen, filthy fucking play from you. Now, I know Big Dog makes a great catch, and they, review, they, show, they only showed a replay. I don't know if you heard this or not. Fox only showed a replay of the catch. You're like, is it a catch? Is it not a catch? Let's talk about the 39-year-old sidestepping left, throwing right with somebody in her face in a bucket. Cool. What a play. Hey, this is vin- vintage Aaron Rodgers, as Michael Cole would say it from the WWE. This was filthy here. Was this supposed to go to Big Dog, or what progression is he <laughs> in this particular play?
8: He's, he's an afterthought, really, on that play. <laughs> Look, I got to highlight Patrick Taylor. If you go back and, and show that clip, uh, the route is really to the front side of Dobbs on the right. And uh, you just see the backer moves over, 15 walks off. I'm thinking Dobbs is going to break out on this in out option. He breaks in. And as I move back to the back side, PT does a great job on the block, giving me a little bit of time. And I just, out of the quarter of my eye, saw Big Dog kind of, you know, rumbling down the sidelines. The funny thing about that is. There's a play we had a couple years ago. We had Big Dog split way out, and we had this uh, inside concept route. And Big Dog's run this stop and go at like 18 yards. And basically when we installed it, it was like, well, don't worry. You're never going to throw that ball out there, right? So what do I do? You know, I go through my progression. Everybody's covered inside. and throw out the Big Dog for like a 16-yard completion. Same thing on this play. It's like, oh, Big Dog, we're going to give you a little wheel route on the backside. we got a stick knot on the backside. The back's going to run a wide. You're just kind of just eating up some ground. Down the field, the ball's never really coming to you. So what happens? You know, Dobbers breaks in instead of out. I get off of that. I come back. Bobby's gloved. You know, I got no time. I just kind of lay it up. And who's who's down there to make the play? It's big dog. So pretty, uh, pretty awesome when those things come together. I saw the replay a few times. Somebody, you know, texted me said, "Oh, didn't catch it." I think it probably would have stood on uh, any type of replay, but well, either way, What catch! I mean, what can- an awesome. What an awesome play for Big Dog!
1: Hell yeah, awesome play for Big Dog. Awesome play for you and the fact that Big Dog. How many years is this? Long time, long, 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 long time.
8: This is seventeen, so he's he's tied the all time record, I believe, for for tight end seasons. If he played uh, next year, that would be uh, that would be eighteen, which would break the record. Um, Unbelievable, you know. He, the, for the role that he plays for us, he is a dominant player. He he can dominate the line of scrimmage. He's an incredible blocker. I think he's gotten. Even better is pass blocking things, we put him on the backside of some of our action, uh, weak, our, our weak action plays where he's one on one on an outside backer, a defensive end, and usually a stud rusher, and he's done an outstanding job for us. We have some some place for him here and there, but you know his role is really run blocking a lot of times, and, and also pass blocking. And uh, again, you know I mentioned this is the third guy I mentioned, right? You, and we talked about Allen, we talked about Keyshawn, we talked about Big Dog. I talked a lot this year about competitive greatness and what that actually means to me and what I think it means. And those are three guys that you can always count on. When I'm in the locker room and I'm sitting there before the game and I'm looking around, it's always the same. You're wondering how the game's going to go and how a guys are going to play and who's nervous and who's ready and different things. Uh, if there's ever any anxiety that comes up, and that's a foreshadowing to the book that I'm going to highlight uh, later today. Oh Teaser if there's ever any anxiety that comes up, and I think it's natural for all of us, you know, there's a few guys you can look over at and go, okay, I'm going to be fine because that guy's playing. And those three guys that I've talked about today are all guys you can always look over and go, okay, I know we're going to be fine because I, we got key return. I know we're going to be fine because I, I got Alan out there who's one of the smartest players in the game and is incredible at, at his role for us. I know we're going to be fine because I can look over and we got Big Dog who's going to make sure that he's dominating the line of scrimmage and and putting out the type of film he wants to put on tape. And if he gets any chance to make plays, I know he's going to make those plays.
1: How about 17 years in, to your point, wheel route afterthought running at full speed still yeah you know what i mean not even in the progression hey 17 years in we need your big ass to go run like a 65 yard sprint real quick full speed or it doesn't (laughs) work probably not gonna get the ball there's zero chance you're gonna and then all of a sudden when the play needs to be made he's right there that's a consummate pro more buildings need that in there and i think you guys are lucky to have it. i'm thankful that you guys have respected and appreciated that and kept him around you're a hey Hey, you were you were in your bag a little bit, huh? In Miami, you felt good, body felt young. You were running, shake. Whoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You did a couple. Whoops. And then this. Hey, you you had a play action too that we're gonna highlight here in a second. I mean, obviously look at you scooting around. Look at this. Oh, space opportunity. Let me shake. I'm gonna score no, I'm not. I'm gonna Huge go down. Spot. I'll let somebody else go. I'll pick up a first down on third and eight. And then a little bit of sauce, let everybody know that I know that I just picked up a quick twenty four mm-hmm. feet and needed it. That's all I need. Big time. Mm-hmm. Third and eight first down.
8: <laughs> did you, did you you know, this is, yeah, this is what I always... The worst thing you want to do is celebrate when it's coming back, and I actually got was guilty of one of those later on. Um, but right when I got up, I looked, just took a peek behind me. Is anybody holding? Okay, good. All right, now I can signal, you know, first down here. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I felt like there's been times where I've needed to run the last uh, five or six weeks and, and made sure that I'm not forgetting about that part of my game. You know, I think as you transition to an older player... Uh, you have to be more comfortable making plays in the pocket and, and working in a little tiny kind of two-yard-by-two-yard two box uh, and subtle movements in the pocket to get you to your throwing spots. But, you know, I've always been able to run the football at times. Obviously, I ran for uh, way more yards when I was a younger player and, and was constantly, you know, uh, above 300 yards rushing for the season. The last couple of no, years has been, been much less. <laughs> but I've uh, found some times. If I can run for a first down a game, that's probably going to give us, you know, an opportunity to put more points on the board. So, I'm never gonna uh, you know lose track of that. I had a, I feel like my best run of the game actually got called back. I moved to the left. Kind of, uh, you guys obviously don't have that clip, which would be a little bit more of an athletic clip. I feel like because the first one, you know, I, I got in the open field. I, I, you know, the eyes get big. Maybe I'm going to score this. You mm-hmm. give a guy a couple shakes. He doesn't move. Okay, I'm going to go down here. <laughs> you know, let's, let's not do anything real stupid here. But the other one I actually got out to the left. Kind of, it reminded me of this play ahead and in uh what 17 against dallas where i kind of broke a tackle went down the sidelines for a first down set up a game winning touchdown to uh Devante adams in the left corner uh this was you know less than that but i got out of a you know tackle and then went down the sidelines and slid stayed in bounds. thought that man that was oh a yeah player.
1: i do remember that look
8: back look back holding you know like ah, man, just wasted all that energy
1: you felt good though sliding i remember you that slide was like uh like a purposeful i remember that now yeah i meant it all for not obviously damn that's a shame
8: but the guy chasing me said said i was faster than i look i don't know if that's a compliment oh, yeah. Go! Yeah. so
1: not all for not a little bit of a compliment a little bit of a boost there for the old man got to kind be of a good.
8: backhanded compliment though right hey you look but like... i'll take it i'll take it you look real small.
1: No, you're deceptive, dude. Because
2: right. your yeah. arm's so yeah. good. Yeah, People... I heard
8: Connor. That's. I think that's that was the that was the point you What'd you say?
2: I said I'm, I'm assuming that the guy thought you know you look really really slow like an Aq Shipley, but actually you're kind of fast like an AJ Hawk.
1: Oh you, no, but AJ too also looked so slow. He was benched in a yeah, game true. where yeah, he couldn't defense cover. coordinator yeah. thought he wasn't <laughs> fast against
2: the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, healthy yeah. scratch. Yeah, he said trade me.
1: He's and that's because the coach just said. You look slow. Yeah, Never even said, like, yeah. oh, you're faster than you look. Like, guy did you. Definitely a compliment. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, sure. Definitely a compliment.
8: <laughs> what happened AJ? AJ was a, a try-hard guy. He was a coach on the field. He was, yep. you know, one of those smart guys out there playing. That's, that's what he was known for. First
1: one in, last one out. All High right. motor. Yeah, coach's kid. Yeah. got it all. Yeah. <laughs>
7: what do you got, AJ? Yeah, speaking of, of things in that of that nature, Aaron, uh, if you saw uh, Tua's back in the concussion protocol, I don't know how this exactly works. I, like when you get put in after you played a whole game. I guess when it comes to like the, the whole protocol, how has that changed from when you got in the league until now? And what can they do? Like what's the answer?
8: Well, there was no real protocol back in the day. Definitely not uh, not in-game. There was uh, – there was I can't remember exactly, maybe in 05 or 06. I feel at some point there was some outside people. You had to pass some some tests. There was, there was always a computer test that was – very difficult to pass, and then there was a uh, an in person test that you had to pass. Then there's uh, they added a balance test, so it all goes off of your baseline uh, to get back on the field. But there's a number of different tests, and it's all slotted like day to day. Like the first day you can do this test, the second day you can do you know this test, and the third day you got to do both of them again or or whatnot. But but look, I mean, everybody's head responds differently. I've said this many times. You know, there's been certain guys who've taken some crazy shots, and you think they're going to be. Uh, you know, out for a week or two weeks, and the you know the next day you see them, and they're totally clear, totally fine. Now that might not be, uh, you know, what's going on in their brain, but as far as the cogniz- uh, their cognizance, they're they're able to, uh, you know, to speak clearly. They don't have any sensitivity to light. They have no sensitivity to noise. All the all the kind of the markers uh, for a concussion. Davante is a prime example of that. That crazy hit he took in Chicago mm-hmm. when Trevathan drilled him. Uh, you know we were all worried that this was gonna be a multi-week thing I saw him the next day he's like oh fine you know it's like well you have got quite fine your brain took you know some trauma but as far as like his ability to think and 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 move and, and working out can bring up symptoms as well uh, everybody's brain responds differently so for Tua, I think now it's it's, it's getting interesting because uh, he's had multiple now in the same season that's when it gets you know, a little more dangerous. Uh, he finished the game so I don't know if he was dealing with any you know uh headache or anything you, i've seen a play that they showed now where it looked like you got kind of tossed to the ground and may have you know had that uh whiplash effect which can definitely do it it's you know much easier on grass than on turf but uh but now it's you know it's probably time to uh to maybe consider shutting it down uh when you've had okay. some episodes i don't know if that's going to be in the thought process as a competitor that's the last thing you want Uh, But at some point you do start thinking about your cognitive function uh, later in life and any after effects you might be dealing with. So I'm sure there'll be sick. I mean, they have to now the eyes of the the NFL nation are probably on Miami now to see how they deal with this. And uh, I like the kid. I think he's a real good kid. And I like the way that he speaks and represents his team and goes about his business. And and I wish him, uh, you know, uh, all the healing necessary for his brain and, and just the patience and the, Uh, just to deal with this, uh, which would be a difficult time, I'm sure, dealing with uh, all the attention, the doctors, and and the decision on what to do.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot because there's a lot in play when you talk about the future, and he hasn't hit his second contract yet, right? Uh I mean, he's still in his first contract, so there is still a lot to be decided from... A lot of different standpoints as it is a profession and it is obviously very dangerous and i have hearing you say probably start thinking about your life here and shut it down that that's going to be those are going to be heavy words that are going to be I assume too. Is shut it down for the
7: season or are you saying not play again what are you saying
8: No, I mean I'm not saying that play again I mean there's been certain guys who've done that uh, you know a few guys over the years I'm not saying that at all I think that uh, there's so much more research now about about healing uh, your brain and things you can do to uh, uh to combat uh gray matter and different uh, uh you know long-term concussion uh symptoms but uh, i just hope that he uh, you know gets the right uh the right help uh, to make the right decision for him but no i'm not talking about career i don't think uh i don't think that's necessary there's been a lot of quarterbacks over the years that have dealt with a lot of concussions steve young being one of them who kind of re- you know had to retire because of the multiple uh, shots that he took and steve you know you know steve today and he's on tv he does a great job he's Really sharp and, and doing great it has no, you know, lingering effects. Joe Namath has talked at length about some of the work that he's done to deal with some of the gray matter from some of the concussions that he had over the years. And uh, there's some, you know, there's a lot of lot better research now uh, in this field. I think that uh, that can help anybody who's worried about their long term future. Uh, but I'm saying this season. You know, at least maybe for a week. Now, again, they're in a they're in the playoff hunt. They got an important game against, I believe, New England this week. So yeah. uh, that's always, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, that comes into play, whether in your mind or the team's mind. But uh, I just hope he makes uh, the best decision for him, and I'm sure he will. And if he doesn't play, uh, you know, Teddy's there. I'm, I love Teddy. Uh, he's uh, he's such a good guy. I enjoyed uh, our battles over the years in Minnesota, but he's just again another consummate professional who. Uh, I just really enjoy what he's all about.
1: Yeah, we love Teddy as well. I uh, thought he was maybe going to come to the Colts at some point. Mm-hmm. Was excited about that. Got Matt Ryan and said he's healthy and active. Nonetheless, you got a good quarterback. you got to hang on to it. For you, uh, you've dealt with concussions <laughs> in the past, right? You get, you've, you've dealt with concussions in the past. Did that ever come up in your decision? Because I think going into this last contract here for you, a lot of conversation was happening outside of you about what you were going to do, where you're going to go, you're going to go to another city, you're going to retire, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And you chatted about all of those things, I think, and then you made a decision to come back to the Packers. How much of it was like brain damage that could potentially happen going forward, especially with, you know, you're known as an incredibly high intelligence human hosting jeopardy you know not a lot of sports stooges are doing that how much and i think andrew luck there was even some conversation about potential because of all the research that we have about brains now and what happens with football it can almost go the other direction too because we're learning exactly what's happening with every single hit did that come into up in the conversation with you about future decisions about your brain more specifically and will that be something that comes into convo when you decide your future inevitably after this year or next year whenever you decide to do that
8: uh, that's a great question, Pat. I, I don't think I can say uh, that it won't have any impact. Uh, that just wouldn't be entirely truthful. It's not near the top of the list. Got it. Uh, my last major one was uh, 2018 in the finale. I got clotheslined, uh, legitimate clotheslined, not on purpose, I don't think. But, um, but that was you know you're you know you're 35 and starting to think about uh, that the end is obviously closer than the beginning, and not wanting to. You know, not be able to function the way you want to function in you know, 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years down the line. Uh, but thankfully, I've been able to avoid any of those hits the last, uh, what, four years. So that's been really, really good. Obviously, it's a part of our game. There's a lot of uh, players uh, dealing with uh, various levels of, uh, of CTE, which has been well chronicled. Uh, but I think there's a lot better research now and things you can do to uh, uh, to stay sharp and to you know, maybe reverse some of those effects that have, that, have, uh, that have come on. There's, you know, again, there's a lot of research around that that uh, I would encourage any former player or current player who's about uh, about the end or any player who's thinking about uh, whether or not they want to keep doing this to, uh, to look into it uh, because the cognitive health is the most important thing for sure. You know, there's so many, uh, you know, beat-up dudes uh, with, you know, body and different things, but most of them still able to function pretty well uh, but the brain is one that you just can't mess around with. So it, I can't say it will have no effect on the decision, uh, but because I've been able to be uh, to avoid those the last four years. Um, it's not like uh, at the top of my mind.
1: Okay. AQ should be a little bit closer to the top of your mind. Yeah, think, think about it. Think about AQ, with you running your face into everybody that you possibly could for 12 years. Fight, fight Club, too. Yeah, and you're uh, in a Fight Club yeah. with Jay Glazer now. No, so yeah, so maybe you should start listening to the technology that's been created.
8: Is he me. Is he really in Fight Club with Jay Glazer? How yeah. That? Oh, yeah. Well, he hasn't shown up. We saw a video Does from it? Are you fighting Unbreakable, AQ? No, no, not This is in
1: Phoenix in guy's basement. This is in a guy's basement. Uh, this is. We actually saw a video from singlets. AQ's phone. He wouldn't let us post it. Uh, Jay Glazer and AQ were in singlets, mm-hmm. and it was just one exhibition they were doing. And what, what was Jay saying? And AQ, you better get those fucking hands up because this left and right coming right down Main Street, pal. <laughs> I'm gonna put you <laughs> on your fucking ass. Didn't he say something too about like uh, being a center and the head trauma that comes with the offensive line mm-hmm. versus what comes from Jay Glazer?
4: Yeah, well, he said, hey, listen, AQ. I know, you know, J.J. Watt fucking made you look like a big, fat push while you were playing, but that's nothing what I'm going to do with this
1: right hand, pal. I'm going to knock your fucking block off, AQ. It's
5: perfect. It's perfect. That's
1: perfect. It's in some random rich guy's basement. during in this fight club. AQ and Jay Glazer sparring. This is amazing. Oh, but yeah. anyways, you need to listen to what the gray matter conversation mm-hmm. is. I, did, did. I just went and got it checked. All right, good. Sweet. Yeah. yeah we're all good. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. We're all good. Yeah. They did. We're
8: yeah. Was that pre or post-fight, AQ? Uh,
5: Post. And they said said, all good. I told everybody else in my life that I'm not the crazy one they are.
1: Yeah, this was the (laughs) NFL for a line of duty test on his brain telling him, yeah, your brain's perfect, 100%. And we're all like, (laughs) that guy. (laughs) <laughs> All right, that seems like a little bit of a cooked result. Nonetheless, happy for you, right? man. Way to go, Al. Yeah, Professionals it. told you you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pivot away from that and to pivot into something that makes everybody feel good, especially in Green Bay, there's a man who created the gold zone, right? We want gold. I love gold. gold. I love gold. Nathaniel Hackett, who was a head coach for the Denver Broncos for uh, moments over there this particular season. It did not go the way that he had envisioned or anybody in Denver. He's back on the market. Has there been a thought of since he's out with the Broncos, maybe for these last two weeks in which you have to win, bring in somebody that knows the team, knows some systems, has a creative Mind for the red zone. Have you reached out to Nathaniel Hackett to rejoin the Green Bay Packers? And is there cooth is that not like a cooth thing to do, just have a head coach of one team one week and then go right back to the Packers literally the next week? Has that ever been a conversation or a thought and have you talked to Hackett since he has been fired from Denver just yesterday?
8: Well, listen, I think we have to first remember there's there's humans involved in this, you know. So True. just taking a beat and, and uh and letting the uh, you know the pain and the uh, frustration disappointment kind of settle I think is important so expecting you know him to come in uh, for us I don't think it's appropriate at this point um, yeah I say there's humans involved because it's not just the Daniel you know he's got uh, an amazing wife four incredible kids uh, he've been in the game for a long time they've moved to a few different places obviously he's in Jacksonville and Buffalo and, uh, and with us and he has been around the game for a long time his father legendary Paul Hackett. Um, so he's been around the game for a long time, knows a ton of football. Um, I credit him with so much of our success the last couple seasons. I have so much love for him. I think he's a phenomenal coach. Uh, you know, interesting situation to go into with a brand-new owner. Uh, you know, obviously that, uh, uh, that owner is going to, you know, have a short leash with anybody, you know, players, coaches, GMs, whoever it might be, because now they're in charge. Now they have a the big boss. Now they can do what they want. And when you go through a season and struggle the way that they did, uh, I think, you know, maybe it's not surprising, but it is disappointing. There was just this, uh, you know, we saw from the owners meeting, right, there was conversation around all the money that's being paid out to coaches that aren't coaching anymore, right? What do you got?
1: $800 million.
8: Yeah, it's wild, right? That's the league we live in. That's the reality we live in. You know, it's, it's a, what have you done for me lately, league for players and coaches, you know? The difference between players and coaches is, is the coaches have guaranteed contracts. So... Uh, there's a little more uh, help on the back end when you get uh, removed like this but uh, what you have to remember is there are so many people involved just like players when a player gets cut you know there's significant others There could be kids involved Uh, there's obviously this point of family and friends you know there's a wide web of people who are affected uh, by one decision so i think it's always important to to have a little bit of tenderness uh, with this and a little bit of grace and you know people want to you know, uh, pile on top of Nathaniel. Well, I think he's a phenomenal football coach, and I'd back him up and give him a stamp of approval with any organization in the National Football League because I know how important he he was to my success. I know what kind of leader he is. I know what he brings to a locker room. I know what he brings to a coaching staff. I love Nate. Um, He's always going to be a dear friend, and I'm very thankful for the time we had together. Obviously, it wasn't a great fit uh, in Denver for a number of reasons that I don't think I need to bring up, but uh, the record is what it was, and uh, a new owner decided to make a change, which is his prerogative. Uh, Hack's still going to get paid, and he's still got an incredible wife and a great family and a lot of, uh, a lot of things to be proud of, uh, and he's got a great friend of me still.
1: Hell yeah. Hell. Nate's going to want to hear that. hmm We're also, would all like to hear about the number of reasons that you think why it didn't (laughs) work out at some point. Take a beat. Take some time. We'll get into that later, but I'm happy you said that, and I'm sure the Hackett family and friend group that has been getting beat in the shins repeatedly all season will be pumped to hear that from Mount Rushmore quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Tone, your question for Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron, you caught the Finns with 12, potentially 13 guys on the field uh, on Sunday. Uh, Were you trying to sneak one? Oh, they gave McDaniel the timeout. You think they got the timeout in time? Were you trying to sneak one by the first-year head coach? Uh,
8: I just, I, I, thought we had them. Now, obviously, uh, I couldn't see what was going on over there. I was seen. I was just watching the players go off the field, and so I was watching them to the left as I was taking the snap, and it felt like I knew they were that we had them. Uh, I didn't see where where Mike was in in, uh, in calling timeout, but. I just reiterated to them after that play, after I you know, told the referee I didn't maybe necessarily agree with his decision, uh, because we were, you know, we were dropping back. I was four into my drop already, and I went over there and said some. Yeah, that's what I said. What'd you me. say there?
1: What was that? Bullsh- <laughs> we flipped. Did you say bullshit?
8: Bull bullshit? Bullshit?
1: Bullshit? Bullshit?
8: Yeah. Oh.
1: Uh, yeah, bull. <laughs> yeah, uh,
8: uh. Ah. And then, yeah, see, there's a, that's good. They show those smiling yeah. one on me now. That's perfect. Just leave it on that. Uh, and then I reminded the you know any staff who was looking over to me that uh, you got to be careful when subbing. Maybe not in those words, but uh, <laughs> I didn't say it you know very maliciously or anything. I just said, hey, you know, you got to be careful when you're subbing because uh, you never know we might try and quick snap you.
1: McDaniel and you have any other conversation other than the one that we saw there in that particular moment?
8: No, I have never actually talked to him. I like him from what I hear of him. Uh, I think you know he seems like a, a likable guy. I like the way that uh, you know he talks in press conferences. Uh, the few clips I've seen, so yeah, I got you know, I got respect for him. Uh, he's paid his dues and made his way up. He hired Todd Nielsen. Uh, AJ knows, remembers Todd probably. He's uh, one of one of most uh, hilarious coaches I've ever been around. He's uh, kind of an analytics guy, uh, hilarious dude. So to hire Todd, you must uh, must have a good personality and enjoy. Uh, Enjoy some uh, some jokes every now and then. So uh, big kudos to uh, to Mike. Did you feel that when you're on the
1: field? Like, oh, there's a guy that's near my intelligence level here. He went to Yale. You two Jeopardy. Who wins? You think? You think you you got? You think he's got a big brain? that's everybody saying big big brain on that guy?
8: Look, my my competition, I believe, is Cheech Marin. So uh, if Mike can beat Cheech, then I'll take Mike on. But uh, I want you, Cheech. I want you. Hell
1: yeah, Cheech.
8: Okay. Multiple time Jeopardy, Celebrity Jeopardy winner.
1: Oh, oh. Celebrity. Cheech is a celeb- che- Hell yeah, yeah. Cheech. Like oh, Cheech. Cheech and Chong. Come on, Cheech. Is that Cheech from Cheech yeah. and Chong? Yeah, yeah,
7: the Cheech. It is. It oh. is yeah. Cheech?
1: Hell yeah, dude. Hey, Hell maybe. yeah, Cheech. I didn't know he's won multiple Celebrity Jeopardies. He's the smartest, uh, notable human being. Pothead. Yeah. Fucking you know right.
8: What, you know what Cheech is oh, famous for saying? Like AQ said earlier? It's a plant, bro. Hell yeah, <laughs> it, That's is.
0: it is, isn't hey, it? That's right? You are what you eat. Cheech gets
1: gets higher, gets smarter than everybody else. I have no That's idea. Cheech, hey, thank That's you, it. thank you, Cheech.
8: Love hey, you, Cheech.
1: Cheech. shout out Cheech.
8: Button. Look at that mustache too. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it is. So you guys are gonna go one on one, Celebrity Jeopardy? You think you got him? I mean, you handled your business, right? Who was it, Mister? Wonder-
8: yeah, I want a tournament. I want to do it. I want to be a part of a tournament. You know, let's get like, uh, let's do. Uh, Let's do a bunch of waves. Let's have uh, nine people come out of those waves. We'll do three uh, three semifinal games, and then we'll do a final. See, see who makes it. Who wants some, huh? Hmm? Who wants Fouch. some? Fouch I'll wants some. Doesn't.
7: Fouch wants to go head-to-head. Fouchy with I'll Aaron. You,
1: oh,
8: I'll you remember? You, yeah, I
1: remember what you said, Aaron. I remember what you said about everything I did. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh,
8: you and Fouch. Oh. Oh, bring it on. I'll tell you who doesn't <laughs> want some, though. Oh. Mr. Wonderful. He doesn't want anything. He he already had a taste, didn't he? Uh Yeah.
1: If I heard the story correctly from people that were with Aaron at Celebrity Jeopardy, Mr. Wonderful and team really thought this was kind of a layup for old Mr. Wonderful because you know how many businesses he's running. Maybe a practice round took place where Mr. Wonderful... Was really on top uh-huh. of it. That's right. And then all of a sudden the lights came on. Oh, he got. Embarrassed. Oh, boy, did oh, he get embarrassed. Oh, it's not fantastic anymore, is it, Mr. Wonderful? No! Oh! 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 oh, oh, oh. And some mark on his side. Astronaut. You an outfit. Ash-
8: Look at that outfit I'm wearing. That is all time. Oh, right
1: <laughs> yeah,
8: we. Hey. Looks sweet.
1: I don't want to say anything about you because I go through weight things this is off season did you used to go through were you bigger there than you normally are
8: pat that was that was back when i was still uh that was 2015 uh and i was still eating uh dairy and gluten pretty frequently oh yeah end of 2015 i finally had surgery on my knee to clean up my joints and i gave up uh you know dairy and gluten and my face thinned out and i said man i don't look so fat anymore that's i like that
1: Hey, you look good, Aaron. You look nice. good. Nice.
8: But, you know, like, like Dave would say, loves to tell me, you know, back when you were fat, we were winning championships.
1: That is <laughs> hey, true. You think about diving back yeah. into the ice cream for these last two weeks? Huh?
8: I, might, I might do it. You yeah.
1: never know. Not a bad idea. Connor has last question for you before we get to the old book club. Can't wait for it. Already been teased once.
2: Yeah, Aaron, JJ Watts retiring today. Did you ever fall victim to the JJ SWAT? And do you have any stories about him? Because we actually showed a clip earlier and he did do the belt in your face after he sacked you and then he threw it to the ground.
8: Well, that was not really a sack, uh, let's be honest. <laughs> That was a, that was a run alert, and the guy totally blew the run alert to the right, and it was a run play with a run alert, uh, and he was unblocked on the backside because the you it's know the obviously if the ball had been handed off he would have been way out of the play. So to me that doesn't really count as a sack, uh, much <laughs> down in the record books as one. Uh, but it just goes to the uh, the now famous uh, adage: don't do the belt.
1: Whoa. Hell yeah. What happened?
8: Nobody who's ever done the belt has has really uh, uh, had success, a whole lot of success after, after doing that. So that's just the way it goes. I didn't make up the rules. People have put together compilations of it. Now, there was a game where we weren't even actually playing, and there was a member of the Bears who had a sack down 45 to 10 who did something that resembled kind of the belt Whoa. and ended up uh, – You know, tearing his knee up. There was another player on the the Lions who did a celebration as well. Premature because there was a penalty on the play. And he got hurt uh, in the process. That's like the worst that can happen. Uh, Maybe the best case scenario is that uh, you make the game close for, you know, into the fourth quarter and end up losing. That's kind of been the stand. I'm not, you know, that's not me shit-talking. That's just me reciting uh, what it is what has happened, the facts in the past. so, so Now, maybe I'll get fact-checked by one of those Reuters people, and uh, this will prove to maybe not be entirely true, but uh, we know who funds those people, so I won't really worry about that. <laughs> oh! 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 Who are you talking about? Who, who funds them? Oh! 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 Um,
1: obviously, if you want to get in the funding game, you can obviously have an open forum here if you'd like to. I'm going to refrain from the convo, because I haven't done enough research. But I will take your information as my own going forward, so know that you have that power uh, with whatever you're about to say. J.J. Watt is retiring, though. I guess it has been announced. Held football player for the NFL for a long time. He did do the belt and threw the belt out. They end up losing in that particular game, I assume. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was the case, but now I am learning that.
8: Oh, okay, this is another. I guess that one actually counts. Yeah, There okay. was another one I was thinking of that didn't count. So uh, uh, let me just take that back. I got fat <laughs> By
1: you know by who's funding? It wasn't
8: by it wasn't by Reuters, so we know it's actually probably true. Um, so uh, uh, kudos to JJ for that. But I believe that game I threw six touchdowns. And we-
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Anyways, congrats Listen, on retirement. J- let me just yeah.
8: say a couple nice things about JJ. Hey, he's, a, you know, he's a Wisconsin guy. He's had a phenomenal career. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So kudos to JJ going out on your own terms. That's always something we want to do. Obviously, hasn't been the best season down in Arizona, but he had a really good game the other night with a bunch of TFLs, and uh, he's got uh, nothing but uh, – he should have nothing but pride in what he's accomplished in his career, and he's uh, going to be getting one of those gold jackets in about five years.
1: Hell, yeah. He's a shit-talker, too, so all of this is something he would enjoy. Congrats, JJ. Yeah, there you go, right, J-J. J-J. JJ. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now the best time of the week if you have a brain. One of these. Our show has contributed to a lot of these getting worse. And getting dumber. Yeah, that's right. But then one segment came along last year that made these get bigger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. better. What? And it's not something we ever thought we'd be associated with. But now that we are, we are nothing but proud. To what are be you a holding pra-
8: in your hand? What is that?
1: It's a golden brain. Right. Golden
8: see, brain. Yeah, this is a medulla on my Oh, yeah. There we go. You see,
1: that's the stem there that connects to the... Neck bone, and then the <laughs> front right lobe here. This is where uh, the creativity they call it, mm-hmm. a, they call it just a, a an airbag, pretty much. You're like, Oh, this yeah. one doesn't matter. What is it? Oh, it's your personality and right. everything like that. Yep. And then over here, you know, this is the shit. This is the brain. This memories. is the, the memories and the smart stuff. And then back mm. here, that's a fucking big time area. Myron Roll told us about it. Uh, that's right. Something's, need that g- something's going on right Thank here. You,
0: Dr. Mm-hmm. Myron It's really important.
1: There's some gray matter in here, but you can work on that with modern technology. Ain't that right, Aaron? Ain't that right?
8: Well, I'd ask AQ that he probably knows a little more about. It. A lot, a
5: lot yeah. about the hippocampus. That's what it all comes down to, the hippocampus. <laughs> What the hell is that? What is is the
1: hippocampus?
5: I believe him. In a brain scan, so two little triangles off the side. That's what we're looking for. You just got to be in the bell curve. That's what they told me. Well, that's
1: (laughs) so they don't have to pay
5: you. Once again, this
1: is the NFL doing a test for line of duty. They're the ones giving you the response. Yeah, it looks
0: good.
1: This (laughs) guy's pessimistic about everything except for this. This one's like, oh, the
5: NFL told me I'm healthy.
1: I'm
5: healthy. Woo! I'm good. I think I'm good.
1: Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this thing's getting bigger all over the world Uh, because of what we're about to do. It is time for the latest installment of the Aaron Rodgers Book Club (laughs) 2.0. We had the mastery of love all the way through having the... uh, the, uh, 1984. Yep. That was one of them. That was one of them. And then the... uh, COVID files. (laughs) The coronation by... uh, Charles Dickens By Charles Dickens uh, huh? Charles Eisenstein We had The Missing Element Recovery Freedom from our Addictions By Russell Brand Into the Wild Keanu Reeves Love Wins The Sacred Mushroom in the Cross Healing by David Elliott And How to Change Your Mind Ladies and gentlemen It's time for book 12 <laughs> Of the Aaron Rush Book Club 2.0 We actually got sent a gift here I have to point it all the books of the book club were put into an ornament that was oh, wow. sent to the office by somebody. Sweet. Oh. We have no idea how they got our address, oh. kinda of creeps us out, but certainly an amazingly thoughtful cool. gift. And this is the Aaron Rodgers Book Club commemorated it, in a ornament.
8: Didn't quite make it on the tree though, huh?
1: It was we actually it, 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 Zito just took it, it, it off the tree to bring it over here. Oh. Yeah.
8: Hi Zito, good job, man. Well, Zito. Well, Zito.
1: Zito's also want to control what's on this backboard here, so we weren't able to put the book club oh, books on, on the backboard while he was doing that, so that's why you heard quite a delay in the drum roll. Nonetheless, yeah.
8: great work, Zito. But and a couple f- people jumped in there and helped us throw the book, so. Yeah. Good job there. Uh, I think that was Ty and. Uh, Maybe Connor. Nice Hell job, yeah. boys.
1: Hell yeah. It's the Thank best you. thing of all time. What is this week's book of the Aaron Rodgers Book Club two
8: This 8? week is a 1951 book by Alan Watts called The Wisdom of Insecurity. Yes.
6: Okay. With Alan a,
0: Watts. With what?
8: a subtitle that says, A Message for an Age of Anxiety. I well, knew it was coming. And That's this hot. is a reprinted copy with a, a foreword from uh, Deepak Chopra.
0: Of course. Oh. Shout out. Uh-huh.
8: But a really uh, great book by uh, philosopher Alan Watts, who is uh, just a brilliant mind, and uh, one that I really enjoyed uh, getting to on the bye week So, big shout out to uh, uh, the wisdom of insecurity, and uh, everybody dealing with any type of anxiety, which we know AJ deals with a ton of it, yep. Yep. Uh, in his own way, through... Uh, uh, snorting uh, various different things, I'm sure. And, creatine, uh, his, and- mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah
2: well, creatine, and and other things.
6: testosterone.
8: Uh, but uh, maybe, uh, age. Maybe I'll bring you one of these here once the season ends, so you can uh, be great. a better husband to uh, to Laura because she really <laughs> puts up. He really puts up with a lot.
1: <laughs> oh, it'd be great hey. for all of us to be better significant others and better. Yeah. Family- and
8: speaking of speaking of anxiety, Pat. Big uh, congratulations yeah. to you! Right uh, the. Uh, Am I right? The McAfee's are going from two to three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of anxiety. That's good. Thank you.
8: uh, When's the due date? May.
1: May. Late May. So, you know, I was born May 2nd. I'm a Taurus. I'm a bull. Uh, So obviously I know all the significant downfalls of that potential month being born in, but I I'm so excited. But you're right. Anxiety. Very real. Very real through this whole thing.
8: Yeah, you might. Uh, late May, though. That's not uh, that's not Taurus anymore. You know what sign is, right? Oh, it's
1: not too late. Okay, it's mid late, mid late, mid late. We're still in. Okay. Oh, We're mid late. Okay, mid late. We're still
8: in there. What is late May? Oh. Gemini.
1: Gemini. Are you a Gemini?
8: Good Gemini? or bad? AQ.
1: So, Thank you. So, May we can't 20 have that happen. Yeah. Like it induced yeah. a little bit
8: earlier. And
2: McKenzie, yeah. Come on, a little <laughs> earlier, girl.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyways,
8: it's Capricorn season right now, and there's a Capricorn actually, uh, you know, on this panel right now. Big, uh, big birthday coming up. Happy thank
1: Capricorn you. season, hey, AJ. Hey, hey, hey.
8: We, should,
0: we should all head down to D.C. to celebrate his birthday again.
1: January yeah. 6th. I forgot. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, it is AJ's birthday.
6: Yeah.
5: Anyway, thank you for
1: bringing that up, Aaron. You're the best. Uh, we will certainly have a countdown. Thank you,
6: Jesus. AJ,
1: well, wow, that was Tone, actually. That's,
7: he's been I was, talking I was wrong. not at the dust up, Tone. I was here. That was your oh, birthday was party. Was that your birthday was your birthday party. The dust yeah. party.
1: Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much, Aaron. You're the best. Good luck this weekend against a familiar <laughs> opponent in which you need to win. The Vikings are hot, as are. You guys should be a great game. Can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday.
8: <laughs> All right, guys. Go Browns. Oh, yeah. Browns. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron! What were some things he said, A.J. Hawk, to my left, you're right, that you think uh, are notable or something we should
7: expand upon? Well, he mentioned, uh, obviously, his teammates. What's, he, what's the term he uses? Competitive what? Greatness mm-hmm. four or five times. I, jo- oh, I enjoyed here. him talking about that. He continued to, to mention that and talk about guys that – are smart and do things the right way and that you can trust, I guess, that are accountable to your teammates. Like, that's what I took from that whole talk, basically.
1: So being a pro is basically competitive greatness in his eyes. That's kind of how he's describing it and defining it and he shouted out a few of his teammates he talked about how they're in a much better place now than they were maybe seven weeks ago trending in the right direction at Ty Schmidt one half of the toxic table alongside Boston Connor Ty owns the Green Bay Packers obviously one of the shareholders after listening to Aaron chat what did you hear from it what did you get from it
4: yeah same deal I mean and like when he talks about Alan Lazard and stuff like that that is that's no bullshit because there will be weeks where Lazard has like one catch and, and big dog too. You know, like he's in terms of looking at like the stats and the box score, like he's never going to show up in there really. I mean, that that was by far his most productive game catching wise and scoring a touchdown of the season. But like you take those guys out and in terms of competitive greatness, like doing that week after week, like when they're four and eight, but you still need to go on a run. Like it'd be a, a very easy. I think, especially if you have a bunch of younger guys on the team to just pack it in and be like, all right, fuck it. Season's over. But when you see those guys, going day in day out and doing everything they need to do like it it does make you feel like okay this team has turned a corner and like we we still do have a lot to play for this year
1: gotta beat the vikings this weekend in lambeau gotta beat the lions the weekend after that in lambeau need the commanders to lose one or giants to lose two everything's feasible in this 2022 nfl season one half of the hammer done cowboys who disappointed aaron with his boot selection but we promised that the ostriches that lived a great life that are Mm -hmm. now boots for digs, died in their sleep of natural causes. Tony, what did you hear from Aaron right there? Uh, I
0: thought it was uh, kind of eye-opening his uh, remarks on Tua and potentially sitting out uh, maybe the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, he said sit it down. While in contention. And AJ, I saw you actually, did you see AJ get... He, like, started to boil. Yeah. White
7: well, like yeah. knuckling No, you know call- I didn't know if he meant shut it down for life because a okay. lot of people are saying that.
1: Okay. Well, that is why you asked the question because yes. I feel like your thoughts on people telling Tua he should never play football again are, mm-hmm. like, kind it's of – not our a- job. Correct. Ex- Out of pocket. The, the world's starting to do that, though, right now. It's starting to become a thing, obviously, because yeah. everybody cares about everybody so much, and we appreciate people caring <laughs> about people. But also, there's lives that have to be lived. There's professions, and, you know, you have to work. You have to earn a living in the – legacy and everything you worked i mean there's a lot that goes into it it's not our opinion that should matter at all in the two a discussion on whether or not he should continue to play it is alarming though so i enjoyed hearing aaron say that like hey top one the same year is tough man that is not a good news shut it down for the year would be a big deal though if he did if they made that announcement it would be a massive ordeal in the nfl story
7: It'll be a huge deal, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there that think that's the only option, like that think there's no way he can or should come back on the field this season. A lot of people think never again, it feels like.
1: Well, I guess we have to remember there's only two weekends left of the regular season. Then we're in the playoffs. This is like when people say, see you next year on like the 30th of December. right? Uh Right. You know what I mean? Like So shut it down for the year. Is two weeks left of the regular season, then playoffs on the other side of that. So I guess it sounds a little bit different now than maybe week ten, week eleven, whenever things were happening. A Q, we saw you get real excited about all these conversations. Yep. Every time I ask you if you want to ask a question to any of our guests, you always say no. Why do you say no? And what would you have asked Aaron if you could have afterwards?
5: <laughs> well, if I have a, I've asked questions this year, where am I at? I'm on here? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's go. Um, I've asked questions. I've asked one to him. Maybe two. Yeah. Asked one to Pat P. last week. Oh, yeah. It was a good right. question, too. Good yeah, question. Led to a good conversation.
0: Yep, yep.
5: See, there you go. So I have something. I got something to ask. <laughs> I so there you go. 16
2: weeks into this. Yeah, yeah. what questions did you even ask? But me? I do I
5: do thoroughly, like I said, I thoroughly enjoy just listening to him. It's, like, it's like very fascinating listening to the way his brain operates. Why is that? Because, first of all, I think from a football standpoint, he's literally – Again, I've I've mentioned this to you off air, like his recall of plays, games from 10 years ago, eight years ago, six years, whatever it is, right? Like even earlier in the season, even from the game we just watched is incredible. I love the way he operates. Like that conversation today reminded me so much of being around Tom, being around coaches. They think winning football is trust. Right? It's trust. It's loyalty. It's accountability. It's guys that do all the right things. Like, they'd rather play with guys who... Two-star guys. Yeah, Five-star loyalty. Bingo. Like, that may not be... And accountability. Crazy mm-hmm. talent, mm-hmm. but they know they're going to do the right thing every time. They're going to do... You know? And so that, that's why I enjoy listening to him every week.
1: He's an old-school dude. It doesn't yeah, get yeah. talked about because he's a fucking hippie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's and a-
5: Tom's the same way. Whenever I used to listen to Tom, Tom was like, give me that guy. Don't care what he's going to... Don't care if he runs a 4.8... But if he does the right thing... If he's going to be where I think he's going to be. exactly, That's great for all
1: parties. So yeah. Tom's close to AJ for all the quarterbacks you've dealt with? AJ? Or, sorry, for Aaron. Aaron? Tom's close to Aaron? Tom's most like Aaron?
5: Uh, just in the way that his brain operates, yeah, for sure.
1: That's those people up there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's why whenever he brings up, like, you know... New, 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 new world order and stuff like that. He's he's four time MVP, back to back MVP. So whenever he's making little Illuminati jokes, yeah, it's hard not to automatically go like, oh wait, you would be, you would you know, you would, you would know, you would be, you would be the guy that would. Would you like to expound upon it? He said, well, we could, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. was willing yeah. to do that. When he's talking about the Broncos with Nathaniel Hackett, who he went to bat for, put over, he said there's a number of reasons. We, we don't have to get into those. I'm like, oh, see? Okay. I like That's one it of nice. those things. He said yeah. Russ stinks. That's one of those. I don't know if he said that. Do you know how he feels about Russ? Do him and Russ know each other? I assume all those quarterbacks just know each other and hang out with each other and are all in a group text.
7: Yeah, I mean, if they do know each other, I don't think they know each other very well. But I'm sure it's a it's a handful of things he has on his brain on what the reasoning for Nathan- Nathaniel Hackett to not be there anymore. Not just one thing. Just
1: as one of his closest friends and yeah, yeah. allies, what do you think are a couple of them?
7: I don't know. Oh, you're not going to speak Honestly. For him. Oh, okay. speak no, I don't know. Yeah, I can't speak for him, but I don't know. If you had I mean, guessed, Obviously, then. quarterback quarterback play would be at the forefront.
6: Speak. I would
1: I'll be excited to hear Aaron. Do you think he'll do that sometime? I think yeah. so eventually i didn't even think about like you know how he said like well there's a human involved here so maybe some grace yeah. and a little bit of time take a beat take in the loss and that's the sadness cool and i'm like sadness he should be pumped get me the fuck out of here yeah. he saw what it was like <laughs> he's been around the nfl a long time he knows what's good and what isn't good i know he got a head coaching opportunity first time long time and everybody wants that head coaching gig especially that's why mm. everybody's working so it sucks that it ended the way it did but there had to be a couple moments where he was in here was like this ain't what I thought it was. Yeah. This is not what I thought it was going to be couple, at all.
7: Just a couple moments, I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, a few oh, of just those
1: just being like, man, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So getting fired, I don't, to, I don't want to say I automatically assumed he'd be relieved because his contract is still good. It is guaranteed. $800 million in coaches and GMs still being paid by the NFL owners right now for fired guys and their contracts being guaranteed. So that's why I was like, maybe get Nathaniel Hackett back in a little bit of happiness back yeah. in Green Bay, let him do his thing. I guess that's not realistic, and that's on me for being – a mark, pretty much, to the situation. Oh,
4: no, same deal. That was the first thing I thought yesterday when he got shit-canned. I was like, all right, let's go clean all the shit out of his office, turn the light on. I expect him to be back at his desk, you know, prepping gold zone plays come Friday. We need this on Sunday.
1: Me, too. We were big-time marks for that, though. I uh, think. We I guess, weren't even thinking like human. Well, yeah. yeah,
4: like the flip side, like him not having to ask, you know, Jerry Rosberg, like, hey, can I go to the bathroom anymore? Like, that. that I'm sure he's relieved that he doesn't have to do that kind of bullshit. <laughs>
7: Probably, yeah.
1: Raise his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Can I call a timeout right now, Jerry? No. No. Why would you call a timeout? I got a poop. Yeah. Should have done it before a game. When you get fired, I'm going to run this thing. They did offer the defense coordinator the head mm-hmm. coaching position over there. and the, Nah. Don't <laughs> want to No, I no way. So that came out, yeah. So Jerry Rosberger got brought in as the time management consultant who coached with the Ravens for a long time. Big football brain. Awesome coach. Awesome. A- AQ's been around him. I've been around him for a Pro Bowl. He's been around him real time because he worked for the Ravens or played for the Ravens. Big brain on that guy.
5: Yeah, he's a great. He's a great special teams coach. Those guys love him there. Harbs is a special teams guy. Had him as obviously assistant head coach the whole time there. Phenomenal coach. And I, I spent a little time on the wedge there a little bit. Oh Before I started starting their guard, I was on the wedge for the first couple How'd of weeks. How'd you on that? I had to learn. I, oh, I had a good one in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. Let's. What was your technique, though? Go. Fuck him up.
0: sure. Find what? the l Fuck him up. What was it? With what? Like it's a what? forearm? Did you that like skull?
5: Look at his skull. With your hands? Or did you lead with... Hold
1: on. Can you... Just before we get into in trenches... <laughs> it kind of talk- went
5: like this. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. a that's, that's the problem. That's honestly the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem.
1: That's part of the problem. That the game. Great form. What did you do whenever you were free? had no work as a center? What was Same it? Same thing. Yes. Real, real uh, similar thing. Right. Boom, boom. boom.
5: Boom, boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're talking about can't yeah.
5: have that Try What's... and come. You try and come up through the chin strap Right through the chin strap With your crown,
1: crown of the head. your helmet crown. Yep.
5: And that's why they have the
1: Guardian now And that's what we're talking yeah. about The Guardian, the rules change, the yep. UNC's, the this, the that The concussion protocol <laughs> is going to be tough to figure out Because that's where we were just a few years ago oh, Just good. a few years ago That was taught no. Times are
7: changing. That was normal.
1: That was celebrated. Yeah. Hey, look at this guy. He's willing to do anything. Look at it. Hey, did you dive head first, no hands? No guardrail, this guy. No bumpers at all. God, I love it. Brain first into him. He. That's the type of teammate we need. We need more of that. Hey. Hi, baby, I Hi, baby, I oh, Hi, baby, that was like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Getting
7: game balls. That guy's getting game balls
1: back then. Oh, after yeah. that. Guy's on highlights. He's on commercials. He's getting deals. He's getting talked about on team. This guy's the guy that goes all in. Now it's like, it was that potentially a hit that caused one of those concussions? We should get them out of here. Let's evaluate them. And if not, we're doing terrible. I don't know how they find the balance, honestly. Just from where the era that I was very lucky enough to ride the coattails of people in the NFL, from the era that you played, the era that you played, it's hard, I think, to bat, find that – but they'll be able to do it, right? Yeah. Of course. It's so it's different already, though. Yeah. I thought last Back night was a the, great hit. I thought it yeah. was a great hit. Darwin James. It was a great hit, right? A visceral. I mean, it was a great hit if we're talking about – AJ, you had to love that hit last night, right?
7: Yeah, but like the, what I was saying, how we've <clears throat> come a long way is the fact that this is a hit that would be, what, 10 years ago? Absolutely highlight a sports center, <clears throat> lead off the show. Commercial and today. here, like, we're all – we're all freaked out about it now. Like, that's how yeah. different we already are.
1: You should have heard the stadium as soon as this had happened. There was a different oh, sound yeah. in the stadium from everybody. why you play
7: zone. That's why you play zone, so you can line those up. Jeez.
1: Yeah, he goes yeah. helmet through shoulder pad to mm. button. Cover I mean, two Cover two corners got the flat, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. Jeez. He, he, it. he was out, too, though. Oh, yeah. He was not.
2: Yeah, they both were. Jelani was yeah. open. Yeah.
1: Dueling got was, up faster than
2: he did.
4: Well, 10 years ago, too, they would oh. have stumbled and thrown his ass back out there. Like, hey, let's go. You yeah. got to call it
1: D. Yeah, exactly. Hey, did you see the yeah. hand signals or not? You didn't right. see the. What, what are you, do you doing? What are you Wake doing? up! Let's go! Hey, you're the captain of our D. <laughs> yeah. You're a quarterback of our secondary, <laughs> yeah. Darwin. Let's go. They'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Just, got on a, their t- way. just got two and a half billion for Sunday ticket. That's All right. right. All that money, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right, AJ?
7: Yeah, for sure.
1: Just like we figured out this year that if you learn about the trenches, you're going to learn more about football. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a Tuesday routine and ritual that we are all. Are you okay? Easy. The smoke is circulating today for some reason. It's hanging
6: Easy, Cheech.
1: Cheech, Cheech. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking big brain Cheech. I'm so happy to hear that. I'd never do that. So he's the
7: celebrity Jeopardy champ?
1: Yeah, dude. You yeah. show up, this guy's smoking in your face and fucking outsmarting you right in your face. <laughs> gotcha. Don't even worry about it, dude. That's cheat's life. I'm so happy to hear that. Think about him just high, running through facts, just nice learning stuff. America. Oh, lock that one in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lock that one in. And then on Jeopardy, just boom, boom, boom. In his brain, going back to the couch that he was sitting on when he learned this piece of information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Just fucking. That's amazing. What? Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get smarter at football, get better at football. It is time to go in the trenches with 12 year NFL
5: vet and Super Bowl champion, A.Q. Shipley. Let's go. Hey, these guys haven't been on since I think the very first segment of the year. We had McCaffrey run the big touchdown early in the year. McCaffrey's no longer there. We're going to start with. What? Shuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Excuse me? Canadian. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba 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 Hubbard. All right. Oklahoma State. I love it. And they opened up this game. I think he had 30-plus on his first two carries of the game. He was over 100. Foreman was over 100. These guys are riding high with the Carolina Panthers motto of keep pounding. So check it out. Here's what we got. We're going to. Let's go back right here. Check this out. We got The fly motion, which they're in zone coverage, they're all going to bump. This is something you know going into the game. Hey, are they a bump team or are they a man team where he'll run with it? We know going into the game they're going to be a bump team. So when that's the case, we X him because we know he'll go out of the box when he goes in motion. So now this becomes the new point. We know that going in. We're going to run the zone. Boom, 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 to boom. And then we're going to take advantage Aiden Hutchinson. Stud, we all know that, right? Having a great rookie year. But we're going to take advantage of his aggressiveness and him being a young guy. We know that he's going to chase flat down the line of scrimmage, and we're not even going to block him, and we're going to run what we call a bend back. Watch the the over-the-top ball handling. Sell like we're handing off here. Ball handle back over here. We get to bend back with him coming across, bypassing here. We get to crack block there, and then... Him all the way around blocking the corner. Watch this thing come out the back door. This shit is awesome. Whoa, hey. big ball handling. Ooh. Dramatic. Right there? Selling like we're running the zone. Over the, the top. Oh, oh, gotcha, Hutch. Oh, oh no. Sucked up. Look, I sucked Panthers up. Here comes the crack, and then we get him around the corner. Oh. We call that a bend back play. This thing is awesome. To open the game like this is incredible. What do we got there? Big, gaping hole.
0: They had about 1,000 of those. Yeah, they did that all game.
5: And if you watch it, go back to the beginning, this is what's awesome about this. This is another thing we talk about. How can we make it easier on him, 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 him? Check it out. With this ball handling showing here, these guys don't have to get any movement. All we're trying to do is seal, create a fucking wall. He's going to come here, seal, come here, come here, seal. We got all these dudes. Once they fucking declare, boom, we just create a wall. And they're just going to seal everybody that side. There it is. There's your wall. Bypass Hutch. Get the crack block there. Out the gate on the corner. This Hutchinson. Is awesome. Welcome to the league,
2: bro. Gotcha, pal. Gotcha.
7: <laughs> AJ, what do you do there, pal? I mean, that is a great play design to take advantage of a young guy that is very aggressive. I mean, you see what Anzalone is at his
5: 34. He sees yeah, it. Yeah, he sees he the,
7: the, the tight end coming back, and he goes and shoots it, but he just needs some help. Someone knock it back to him. Icky. Ate mm. him up.
5: Look at that! And they, I mean, they—the block was one from the play, the fucking the yeah. start of the play. It was incredible. Who's they, also, were who's our, on, they were screwed.
1: Who's the run coordinator down there drawing up that play? You know,
5: so, I know the O line coach is James Campen. Who, AJ? Was yeah. he in Green Bay?
7: Oh yeah, Campy was in Green Bay. Like, pretty much my whole time.
2: Yeah. he's the man. There you go. Go play, Campy. A hey, hell of a play, Campy. Go, baby, Campy.
5: Hey, baby. Hey, can run can more of those. Yes, I man. love this. Here's what we got to do here. <laughs> you guys bullied the Lions, Campy. Yeah. 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 It wasn't oh, fair.
1: Yeah. Made them look like the same <laughs> old <laughs> Lions. They're dead. But they ain't because they're yeah. the
6: brand <laughs> new
1: Lions who, who looked like
6: Maybe. the same, same <laughs> old
5: Lions. They did. Uh, it is to note. That the Carolina Panthers had like 300 and fucking 800,000 yards. Yeah. 320 or 562,
1: yeah. 362,
5: 523. They had a ton of yards. Lots. ton of yards rushing. They didn't stop. They pissed no. all over them. Yeah. A ton of yards rushing.
1: Just mostly Dan Campbell comes over. That was an ass beat, man. After the good work, man. Good Great work. job, man. It. Man. I
5: love
1: it. Man. Man. <laughs> all
5: right, check it out. Buffalo Bills. Did we steal this?
1: It was just that cold. Look yeah. at his shot. I mean, the shot
5: looks... That's- oh, yeah, no, was it was that that cold. cold. Yeah, it was a it was cold. little
1: cold. Hey, so this is what's
5: what awesome say? about Sheets, this play. Look at
1: that.
5: We get the tackle pulling for him. We get the man block here. We get the down block here. I love this play. Whenever we get this tackle going here, this center has free access to him. Or I love this technique. I did this technique my whole career. We call it a high leg. He's going to kind of do this little gallop, and then he's looking to either clear hip or just climb. If nothing... Is here, he just goes high to clear the gap and then get vertical and go here. Watch the center here on the cleanup shot right here. Watch this. Wait, here. there's the slant. Yeah. Boom! Jeez. Oh, nah, How nah. good is that? Got shoulder, great cut on the backside by the tight end, right? Dawson Knox getting down there. Let's get underneath him.
6: Good
2: cut. Get
5: the cut. And then we get the hip shot from Bates the center. Boom! Boom! He climbs. Oh. Now look at the kickout block by the tackle Round. Oh, no. What do we have here, boys? A big, big gaping hole.
1: Oh. Boom. Wiggle. See
5: ya. Hey, and I think my man that. might have brought up a good point. Last week, or I think it was, when the Bears played the Eagles, he blitzes hard on the A-gap, chooses the wrong side. Now takes a little bit of his aggressive away. Right? A little mm-hmm. bit of his aggressiveness away. Now, he comes down here, and rather than shooting like he has and taking out legs, he gets flat-footed here whenever Never good. the back is here, flat-footed on Brisker, one-on-one in the open field. Instead of coming down, once you get flat-footed, you got to make one guy miss. Whoop! The back's got the advantage.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Brisker. Hey, Jay, how come they're not playing defense
7: anymore? I mean, that's you want to play safety in the league, you got to make <laughs> those tackles, and that is almost
5: impossible
7: to do from where he is at. Yeah. Agreed. That's so tough. God, come up. Good move kids. by
2: Singletary. He didn't get sucked up though. Yeah, because this yeah.
1: could be a throw still.
2: It's yeah. only so
7: chances he yeah, had to fire up in there right now and make a pile and take legs out.
5: Super well blocked play up front. They also, I think, the next possession yep. after the fumble had a big run by Cook. Mm-hmm. A super well blocked play. These boys are humming up front right now, oh, going man, going oh. going into the playoffs. Great time for it. Great time. December football. <laughs>
0: I love it.
1: I love it. Oh, little wiggle See there. See how, how nice Oh, is this? look who's back. Well, well, well. You we would have never guessed this. Is it Coach Forrester. There it is. Coach Forrester. <laughs> Here we go. This guy's okay. in love. Coach Forrester.
5: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I love what they do. And again, we talk about this every week. We can exchange responsibilities. It doesn't matter who the people are. It's just different numbers with different responsibilities. This could be him this week. It could be 85. It could be check 44. We could use Ayuk sometimes going in motion and being the fullback. doesn't matter who it is. We're going to go here with the behind-the-back handoff to Ray Ray McLeod, which I think is his first career NFL touchdown. Correct me if I'm Nick wrong Nick said there. That, yes. Okay, perfect. Correct. And now we are going to use Christian McCaffrey. Hey, leads the, leads the league in all-purpose yards, doesn't he? Not a pro bowler. Not a pro bowler, but what we're going to use here is Christian McCaffrey as a fullback with the same scheme they've done all year with that tw- that, the outside zone, strong. And we're going to get him with the inside-out inside out help with Kittle. And then we got another tight end. We're basically one, two, three for 1-2 in support. And this thing gets out the gate. This is awesome. Hey, check out the center. Coming back on Jonathan Allen when the backs, because his responsibility is to climb to this wheel. Will shoots, put the brakes, wheel it back, and watch this. Here we go. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Johnny. Oh, no, no. Johnny, be good.
5: Night, no! night. Oh, no.
1: Now let's move front side.
5: Now let's move front side. Great job running off the ball, my McGlinchey. Now look at this. McCaffrey with the kick out. Let Kittle climb. Tight end to support. And we are out the gate. Bye bye. Look at yeah. that.
0: Everybody's blocked.
2: It's Ray Ray's time. That's a Jeez.
1: big.
0: Gaping hole. And your guy down the sideline, pal.
1: Yeah, this ref. I mean, we really—if we want to keep an eye on somebody—how old's this guy? We should have done a little bit more research. He does certainly have a ten-yard head start. Watch him running, fucking wide open, looking back. Boom, 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 boom.
5: Great arms.
7: Sixty percent. That guy can roll. That
1: guy's fifty years old.
5: Whew. Jeez dog. Good athlete. It's incredible. Honestly. It's I, incredible. I, that's the only thing I saw.
1: Looking, I pull a hamstring, right? Bang. There. Boom. Another one. Boom. Another one.
5: Bang. Pow. Six Another hamstrings. One. Six of them. I would pull six hamstrings right there. When
1: was the last time you ran a full sprint? Has has, has anybody done that in a while? It hurts. Everything about it hurts. This team, though, with Christian McCaffrey lead blocking, McGlinchey doing his thing, the cutback, Shanahan drawing it up, and Ray Ray McLeod, a returner getting it ball in open field. Let's go. Can we just talk about
5: the details with the boys up front? Like these guys, every single time we turn this on, it is a hat on a hat. They are running off the ball. And people are moving. There's holes the size of the size of each hash, right? Like, I mean, it's just from McGlinchey. hash mark to hash. Leah McGlinchey's awesome, and then he puts him on the Look ground. comes
7: too. out low too. Look how he comes out low, and then he pum pummel- he like buries this backer too. This is impressive. I love the way they 69. run off the ball. Yeah, right tackle. He runs off
1: with like low pad level too, and then this is awesome. Yump! Damn! Look at uh, I do have to ask though every time it comes up because I'd be wrong if I didn't. Isn't this guy tipping plays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that's a yeah. run.
2: Right immediately. Yeah, we'll they
5: probably know. they probably thought this was a run. Too bad it goes for 77 yards and a touchdown. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh shit Doc.
5: Go, Trent. Shit.
2: Gotcha, bitch. He's Go so Trent. good. He's Come so out with your boom box. Welcome Keep it rolling. Look, Look at, at this, this
1: crew. crew.
5: Jacksonville, they're doing some nice things, too. They're doing some nice things. We're going to stick with. we got another tackle pulling here. we got this guy. This
1: guy? Yeah, I was just this talking about sky cam right in the middle of the hole. We'll story. get there. <laughs> it, it,
5: I think it will disappear, I think. Back up. Out of Stanford. Big brain. Big brain. We are coming, tackle pulling on the trap right here. And then basically he goes out. We're going to leave him unblocked. We'll take the cheese, come up field. We're going to get Ooh-hoo. inside out. And then basically we're here. We're strong here because now we get the double team working back here. Ingram having a monster year gets a great cutoff block on the backside, and Etienne is going to find his way with a nice hole up the middle. Look at this! Not so well blocked. No, he's not. Yeah,
2: did you put this on here because he didn't score, prick?
5: He didn't score, but it's still a nice play. And these guys are doing some great things against a really good front. Really good front. Look at that. And he's running hard. He does run hard. He, he
1: does run real hard.
7: 18, got a couple yeah.
5: of awesome on, oh, he's awesome to watch on tape. Yeah, I you wish he was scored. I mean that'd be nice. I mean, AQ,
7: not, what are your uh their, their, your favorite running backs to block for? What what's their, the number cool. one thing they do? Is it patience? What
5: is it? Run hard. My favorite running back in the last ten years. Every single time when I was a player and it was easy for me to watch, when we would play any single team that Seattle played, and being in their division, we saw a lot of the same teams. Chris Carson. It was my favorite back on tape to watch. I don't know Seattle? if you guys ever watched. Yeah. From Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he got the ball, Neck injury. he was trying to run people over every single chance he got. Like I Pacheco love Pacheco now. Pacheco. Yeah. When Adrian Peterson came to the Cardinals, we got to block for, I got the block for him for a couple of weeks. Awesome. Like, those are the guys you love Chris to watch. Chris fall. Dick yeah. Montgomery. Really. Bingo.
2: Mike Allstott. Boom. Boom. Peyton Hillis. Boom. Boom. Brandon Jacobs. Boom. Boom.
1: Ahmaud Bradshaw. I knew you were going Boom. there. Boom. Jamal yep.
2: Lewis.
0: Boom. Boom. <laughs> He's stud. Yeah. He was. MJD. Jamal Lewis was his Boom. stud. Boom. Boom. Uh, bam Bam. Uh, awesome. Bam Bam Morris, who was also a Coke dealer. Boom. Boom.
2: Corey Dillon. Boom. Boom. Eddie Lacy. Boom. Boom. Coom. Boom. Lorenzo Neal. Boom.
5: Those are the guys. Those are the guys. A.J. <laughs> Hawk. Boom. 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 Mongo. Mick
2: Mike. Boom.
5: In
1: our prayers. He is our prayers. Always.
5: Yeah. Hey, uh, who did the Eagles play this past week? Cowboys. No, no, Cowboys. There it is. Why yeah. is this clip up here? Why know. is this clip up here? You slacking? This, is, this was up here on my segment two weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Well, what is it? So, check it out. What are they doing? They send him in motion, they make it look like it's a QB sneak, <laughs> and they're going to toss it out to Miles Sanders. What? Okay, let's let this Let's go to the next one. Okay. Okay.
6: That,
2: was a, that, was that was a creative guy. That was gadget.
5: a creative guy. Yeah, yeah. Creative yeah. guy. What do we oh, get? No, who, they're not. Who do we have on defense? Oh, oh my no. God. Oh, copycat league. Oh, no. It's a copycat oh, no. league, right? Oh, no. Now, check it out. We get the motion in here by the tight end. And what I like about what they do better than what Philly did is now we're going to stop him right here make it look like we're going to get the push sneak. Oh, because he's bush-pushing it. You see it?
2: Wow. Yeah. And, and then now
5: he gets flying inside, and then what are we going to run? The Todd. The God same fucking thing. play against him. Wow. wow. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Ooh, that's
8: got a
6: sting.
5: Thanks <laughs> for <laughs> showing us the ropes. How good is that? That's pretty cool. Pretty cool, huh? The Use pool. their own play against him on a critical uh, Short look, yardage play. Look Give it here, fatty. Z.
1: Gotcha. Boom, 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 wow. boom.
5: Eighty-seven.
1: That's good. Hey, monkey see, monkey do. It's a copycat league. Copycat uh, uh, league.
5: Gotcha. Can't Thanks. stop it. Nobody. Copy can. Copycat league. Extra wrinkle. Thanks for the play. Pretty cool stuff, though. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty cool stuff. Too. AJ,
1: how come they didn't know that was coming? They 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 literally were the ones that
7: created that one play. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things going on pre snap there, so you don't you never know. know. <laughs> Watch. They had the a gap taken away though. Yeah, watch.
5: They did. Yeah. Wrong gap. Some penetration. And I love. I love what Dallas did right here. Because look, they took a little extra wrinkle. Now we set it up. Now we we're selling this push, and then we get them going again. Yeah, that, Boom. Mid, that middle. Watch back him here.
1: whenever he sees the he guys settle pencil. in.
5: Yep.
2: He should know Linval Joseph's eight hundred pounds. And he doesn't need help.
5: That is so well blocked too.
1: Dallas Cowboys big time. win. Can they go on a run?
5: One hundred percent can go on a run. Right
2: Congrats to the Cowboys! Congrats, yeah. Cowboys! Yeah, they got a layup in the first round right now too.
1: Now it's
5: time. Who's for that, that going to be? Your boys in Tampa. Ooh, tough one, tough one, tough
1: one. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a big time win over there in Arizona. Did you see them when they were in town?
5: Yeah. I did. I had the boys over for dinner. What? Wow. Wow. Had the boys over for dinner. You guys get tuned <laughs> up. Huh? Uh, no no tuned up. no wide, Couple wines. wide By light. wide. Did you guys do that? What was that? Cooked a little steak on the grill for him. How does Tom like his
0: steak? Medium. Tom didn't come over. Well done Does he eat steak? Well
5: bit well done. Probably not. Right? No. It's not part of the team. Who came over? Just boys? Yeah. Blaine Gabbert, Josh Wells, Oh,
2: oh you're understudy. Yeah, understudy. you taught him everything he knows. Hey, they, somebody right. called you him. You him in your backyard. Somebody right?
5: called him a
1: finesse. Did you hear that? Commentator called him a finesse style player.
2: Whoa,
5: is that a good
1: thing or is that a bad thing? Uh, so they were talking about uh, the difference between Jensen and Hainz. They said Jensen two different players. Yeah, they they, sure. they called Hainz a finesse style player as a as opposed to Hainsey. I think it was during a quarterback sneak. Oh yeah, I think it was a quarterback mm. sneak comment. Oh. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that about Hansey. Is that
5: real? He's athletic. Jensen's a big boy. He's a former tackle. He's athletic. How's Jensen uh, How's Jensen doing? Jensen's a rip-your-fucking-face-off type of player. Nice guy, uh, though. Great guy, right? Yeah, really? how's That's he
1: doing? We saw him throw a football into the hoop. Yep. He's an
5: athlete. He's an athlete. Yeah. He's Dog. recovering
1: from an AC, ACL right now, right?
8: He is. He
5: uh, is. I hope, hope he... to see him back soon. Hell yeah, we, we all, all do. do. Him him. For him. For sure. Here's some big bumps coming. Hey, we got some big bumps. We got Trey Smith that we've seen on here. Yep couple times this year. My man plays the game the right way. And check this out. He kind of falls into this, but I kind of love it. It's more of a hustle play. He's got to get the cutoff on the backside, which he does. And then he continues. And watch him take out the safety, which ends up being the block that ends up scoring this thing. Watch it. Watch it. Watch him. Circle it on Uh him. On him. Let's just watch this. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. Might want to let this thing just run in full Uh speed Uh right about now. Uh Uh-oh. Boo! Give me your lunch money. Nom, 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 nom. I mean, how good is that? Unbelievable. Off balance. Gets the cutoff, gets it run through, and then just kind of continues on his way, just stay in the alley, see if I can pick D- something. D- that. That's another six round dog for the Chiefs. How great is that though, right? I mean it's like that ends up being the block that puts him in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Kadarius Tony also. Of course,
1: coming alive for the Chiefs. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, they,
5: they always find. Figure them. it out. Yep. Remember he had a
1: hamstring. That's right. They this always guy, find. Oh, buddy, does kind of stumble into this thing. Whoa, 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 whoa! I believe that. Be, oh.
5: be, be an athlete. Be an athlete. Got, Got it. Target board.
1: Kill that guy.
5: Boom! Boom! That's so nice. That's a big bump. Let's go. That is a big bump. Now Chief. we get another guy who we've seen on this show a couple times oh. on this part too. Roger. Look Roger Saffold back in the mix. Oh. We're gonna get a little a little sprint draw out here to the left. And look at Brisker. Uh, tough, uh, tough one for my guy. This game, tough one for my guy. Oh uh, my
1: god! Oh no! Oh, oh, no. We are oh, get him
5: flat-footed. Uh, oh uh, no! How did they teach this guy? Oh, oh, no! Why would you do this to your lung? I know. No. Hope you oh, got a tailbone
1: pad. pad. He did his job though.
5: He, yeah, he forced it back, right? Yeah, forced he did it back. Forced it back.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Brisker. Cool. There's nothing Brisker could do there. Nothing he can Played do. It as, but oh, I love yeah. these
5: ones, right? As opposed to the ones where they get the full head of steam. I mean, yeah, sure, he's got a little, he's got a little steam rolling, but this is basically within the box. This is three yards from the line of scrimmage. Boom. 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 Gotcha.
2: He popped up so fast. Athletic. Not fast yeah. enough. Man, that field looks like shit, huh? It's very cold. Boom.
1: Pretty big bump. That's a big yeah. bump, right? Yeah. That's a pretty big bump. feel that one tomorrow.
6: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. That's Ron Schaffold, though. That's good football. Yeah, he's a dog. That's in the trenches. Thank you. Hell That's yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. that was really good, pal. And before we get out of here, after this incredible Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, December 27th, we have to give something away, don't we? Yeah, thanks have so. to. Yeah. People spend their afternoon listening to us talk about some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't even... We didn't even really get a chance to dive into a lot of things. We're saving that for tomorrow. We got a big show coming cheers, tomorrow. Cheers, yeah. But today we talked about a lot, didn't we? We talked about culture. We talked about chemistry. We mm-hmm. talked about yep. teams. talked to Aaron. talked about the Illuminati there for a second. Sean yeah. Yeah. Payton. People spend their – a lot about Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People spend their afternoons with us, you know, at work. They know that once they get to the lunch hour, they'll have a bunch of doofuses to join them alongside the rest of their uh-huh. day. Amen. And since they do that and it's the holiday season, it's only right for us to say thank you to them. By giving 15 people $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in the same tweet so we can pay you efficiently on Cash App if AQ Shipley goes two of five here on the putting green. AJ Hawk, anything to say to AQ before he takes his first putt here?
7: Drain the first two, AQ. All
1: right, perfect. That's all you got to do. Hey, you make all five, we'll give you... Ooh. 30 winners. Uh, Holy five shit, shit.
2: No chance that happens, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got Steps that. off Either the way plate. Back, back <laughs> I got oh. the way Tiger, he's backing off. A.Q. Shipley
6: from Pittsburgh,
2: Pennsylvania. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, ooh.
1: Oh, 15, 15 people. Good Say goodbye there, huh? to the double winners. Mm-hmm. 15 people win $500 if A.Q. can go 500 the rest of the way. That's simple. 50%? Come on. He's got a putt green. Good roll. No, not, not good. Oh, not good. Big miss. All he's got to do is go two of three. Oh, no. He knows the roll. He knows the green. AQ wants people to win in this holiday season.
5: Jesus Christ!
1: All AQ's got to do is go two of two here.
5: Oh jeez! Why do I stink?
1: don't don't let this green get in your head. You don't stink. You're great. You're a Super Bowl champion. You putt all the time. Yeah. Oh jeez! Big bomb. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Can you putt from over here? This side? Why going cross court? Yeah. Can you go from this side? Where do we want to go? go, Go 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 this way a little bit more closer. This way. And then you can go that way a little bit.
5: Which way? This
1: way. No, the up closer to the. All right, ten people. Hold on, hold on. Boom, boom. How many? Boom, is this one the right edge? Yes. Boom, boom. Ten people will win five hundred dollars if A. Q. Shipley of Moon Township in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, can make this putt.
0: All you gotta do is retweet this video. Say
5: something nice to somebody. I missed it. Uh, no. I missed it. You
1: think Tank Tank
2: could putt with his feet? <laughs>
1: not now. He's in jail. <laughs> yeah. That was
2: tough. AQ, you're better than this. I'm this a- is bad. Yeah. Actually, AQ, just turn around and see if you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knock it in.
1: Hey! hey! Do you want to throw football? What do you want to do? Yeah. We can't just. Throw I mean, football. people. Well, no. So bad. Yeah. If free, he makes make another one throw. behind
2: them, you can give ten people five bucks.
1: Okay, you make this one. We'll give ten people five hundred dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, if AQ Shipley can go two of eight, boom, boom. which will be this one falling, we'll give boom, 10 boom. people $500. Jeez. I didn't hit it. Oh. Hey, AQ,
2: if the ball doesn't reach the hole, it doesn't go in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you want to throw a football? Sure. <laughs> hold, sure. On, hold on, hold on. we got to restart this whole thing. Sir. All right. First one of the day. <laughs> hold down. on, though. Sit
4: down like you yeah. were. Can, yeah.
1: you please, geez, can you please just like... Try to get yeah, this. This
5: means something to people, AQ. Like I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. This is bad. Hey,
1: Think- hey, how about what Aaron said today? <laughs> oh,
5: no Man, he's the bad. Right, let's wrap this show up.
1: Okay. Let's, let's try to give away some money. Yeah. It's a good idea. All right. It's the holiday season. AQ. How about you, pal? Yeah, let's do it. If you can throw a football into any hole out here, basketball hoop or any of the net holes mm-hmm. or the other basketball hoop, if you can put one of these three footballs into any of yep. these holes, okay. 10 people will win $500 right. who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in the same reply so that we can pay them officially on Cash App. AQ Shipley, Super Bowl champion, hosting in the trenches, fucking ready to go come for the now. people. Go let's come on, go. Alex. For the people. 10 people. Five Oh, baby. Oh, Oh, look good. good. Look good.
2: I like how you're doing the most difficult hole. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, this ball was meant to go into a hole. This
2: is the one.
1: Put the ball in the hole. Ten people win. Oh. Oh! 500 bucks. All you got to do is retweet this tweet, (laughs) say something nice to somebody, and put your cash tag in there. so that we can pay you officially through Cash App. AQ Shipley, the host Is of New on this it. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, I December 27th, 2022. Great work. Fucking hell yeah hell, yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah. AJ, thank you. Big thank you to Greg Joseph from South Africa with an American accent. Mm-hmm. Big shout to Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers for joining us and all of you. We'll be back tomorrow with a winner Wednesday. Ooh. Who will win because of what AQ just did and all the other giveaways from the past week, we shall see. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. Goodbye.